Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. We put you on notice. We bind you, you wicked power. We come against you from the third heaven. I'm seated in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus, high above you, high above principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, high above world rulers, kings, princes, and every angelic rank. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke and bind you, and especially we bind you concerning the lives, the minds, and the bodies of these people who stand here. We rebuke you and every foul spirit that may still have a resting place somewhere in their uh, innermost being. We bind them. For these people have heard the call of God to dedicate and consecrate themselves to God. And you must flee and your host must be defeated utterly. We come against you in the name of Jesus Christ and we bind every foul and wicked spirit. That would bind body, mind, soul, any area of their life to keep it from being effective for the Lord. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you and we loose from these people the spirits of power, love, 
sound mind. We lose the spirit of wisdom, revelation. We lose the spirit of courage. We lose the spirit of power over the enemy. And we lose all the spirits of God to do their office work in and through these people as they go forth. Moreover, we lose the spirit of Elijah to break the power of Jezebel on our land. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you, Lord, uh, to loose the spirit of humility, the spirit of servanthood on everyone here. Let everyone be desirous of taking the place of a servant. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for it. Amen, and praise God, folks. Welcome to Mega Man Radio. Tonight's a live program, and it's uh, so good to be back with you. Uh, for those of you who uh, missed our early bird show today, we had a, a great program in the 3 o'clock hour. Uh, Pastor John Franklin and I, we uh, did a show, and we're testing some other time periods, folks, to see if we can find a uh, additional time period in addition to the normal 8 o'clock show that uh, some of you that are listening from around the globe can participate in alive. And so uh, there was a powerful deliverance in the second hour. The demons spoke. They screamed. They had to confess that they were defeated by the blood of Jesus Christ. And then we made them look at the Lord Jesus Christ and tell us where he was sending them. And they screamed out, the pit. And we said, then come out right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it was a beautiful thing to see this lady set free today of some foul spirits. And as we tell her and we tell everybody that calls in, you know, the Lord will deliver you bit by bit. He won't give you more deliverance than you can handle because he wants you to be able to maintain your deliverance. And then as you grow strong in the Lord, he'll show you something else. You peel back another layer of the onion, you get delivered of that too. So you just got to keep pursuing. You do not want to be a deliverance dropout, folks. Once you start on this course, it's all or nothing. And uh, to be defeated, it's not a good thing. You want to go all the way uh, because greater is he that is in thee than he that is in the world and you can be victorious in Jesus Christ. Well, tonight I want to welcome back Pastor Michael Thier. He's pastor of Hegewish Baptist Church, the Citadel for Deliverance in the United States. Their website is hbcdelivers.org. You can also go over and visit them on YouTube. They have a new uh, channel. It's the Hegewish Baptist channel. Some awesome stuff being put up there. I want to thank the Walmart Brothers for the work that they're doing there for Hegewish. Uh, there's a new mass deliverance up there by Pastor Wynn Worley. Some new stuff released out of the archives. You'll be blessed as I'm blessed and others who have been uh, listening to that channel. Also, last but not least, you must check out my favorite deliverance bookstore of all time, wrwpublications.com. It's got hundreds upon hundreds of hours of audio, video, deliverance teaching by the greats such as Pastor Wynn Worley, Pastor Michael Thier, the other men in God that uh, have uh, brought a powerful message that Jesus can set the captives free today. And you can go up there and order those and also check out the Host of Health series. Well, I want to give everybody a few extra minutes to get in tonight. Uh, for those of you who were not alerted to tonight's show, what you want to make sure you do is go over to uh, the channels and make sure you click on the follow button. And if you're signed up with Blog Talk Radio with a free account, uh, it'll email you every time we do a show. You can also go to Facebook. You can click on Omega Man Radio, and I post uh, the links to every show up there. Uh, we also have an iTunes channel. You can download all these programs for free uh, via iTunes or the website, OmegaManRadio.com. And uh, burn copies. Share them with a friend. Spread the word that Jesus Christ is setting the captives free today. 
We're going to open up the lines after the pastor's message. And if you need deliverance tonight, Jesus Christ can set you free. The number to dial in on tonight is area code 917-889-2745. In fact, I see people already lining up for prayer. You know, folks, the desperate get delivered. Praise God. I'm so happy that we can be set free. We won't have to be tormented anymore. We can be victorious in Jesus Christ. We can get our lives back. We can get our minds back. We can break the generational curses. We can have our minds brought back together that have been fragmented through the soul ties, as I've learned about through the ministry. So I praise the Lord tonight. Let's get uh, Brother Michael on. Brother Michael, how are you tonight, my friend? I'm fine, Shannon. How are you tonight? Brother, I'm praising the Lord. Amen. Uh, every day we got breath in our body is another day to attack the host of hell. You betcha. Amen. You're doing just <laughs> fine there, brother. <laughs> Sounds like I, you I can would... do the show tonight. No, I was. Uh, I, w- I think uh, I was running just a few minutes late. Uh, I decided to do a last-minute um, phone call, and uh, we got a demon on the ropes. And <laughs> praise God for what I learned about binding and loosing. Uh, tell that story, brother. Y'all were there when it was done. I mean, in the uh, back in the early days of deliverance, when y'all would pray, you'd have to pray. You know, uh, all night Actually, long sometimes. Yeah, you know, Shannon, that's. Uh, I've I've been here for every workshop that we've had. We've uh, we're going on our 95th uh, workshop, which will be uh, April 14th through the uh, 17th. But I was not here uh, in the early years when Pastor Willie was uh, first pioneering, and when they got a demon on the ropes, they just had to pray till two, three, four, five Ooh. in the morning until they got that thing out, uh, because they didn't know about binding and loosing. So, and uh, Pastor Worley believed that binding and loosing was the heart or the real power behind spiritual warfare. Uh, he was uh, hook, line, and sinker sold on that. Uh, you know, you, you've got a lot of different tools and weapons that you can use in deliverance, uh, such as restoring a soul, uh, you know, breaking soul ties, breaking curses, uh, things like that. But uh, he felt the most important aspect of the ministry, the thing that would that would make the most difference uh, in, a, in a person's prayer life or in a believer's life uh, is binding and loosing. So praise God for binding and loosing. Amen. And so um, whereas, you know, you, you might fight a demon all night and you have to get up and go to work. And I know Pastor Worley was a school teacher for many years. So, you know, he's he's out there with the others. Uh, they're praying and casting out these demons and they're just in a battle and they got to get up in a few hours, hardly any sleep. So um, someone suggested, hey, why don't we use the keys of the kingdom and try binding them up? What happened then? Well, they bound up, and uh, they were finally able to get some sleep. And, and I'll tell you, the ministry just took off from there. And, uh, uh, you know, thank God that uh, we've had these early pioneers who, who really blazed the trail because it's a tough road. And, you know, some of these guys were really um, – they were hardened. You know, Pastor Worley, uh, it was said that uh, he had alligator skin uh, just, <laughs> just because of, you know, what it takes to be in this kind of ministry. And I wish I could, you know, say that the uh, church is here today because of me. Uh, it's not. It's here today because of Pastor Worley. Um, I don't think I could have done what he did. Uh, I traveled with him. I uh, went overseas with him, knew him, knew him very well. And uh, out of all the men of God that I've met, and I've traveled all over the world, uh, I know this is going to sound biased, and it's really not. 
Uh, I've never met a man like him. I've met a couple guys that are close, uh, but I've never met a man who was more determined, uh, who was more straight, and, you know, he was he was a very unique guy. You know, you didn't get a lot of accolades from him. He loved you, and you knew that he loved you. And you know that that's better than, oh son, you know you're doing good, or uh, you know great job, gold star. Uh, you know he demonstrated that uh, in his life, and you know it, it it takes a lot to be able to love God's people sometimes. Uh, as you know, sheep uh, can bite sometimes, and even even pastors can bite. Uh, and so, you know, it, it takes determination. It takes uh, a man of God that that uh, is really willing to stand against everything. Uh, you know, you get into this this ministry, uh, get ready to lose your friends, get ready to lose maybe parts of your family. Um, but uh, there's a great song Pastor really loved to sing. It's called "It Will Be Worth It All," and it, it will be worth it all when we get to heaven. You know, all the all the perseverance and the lies and the slander and misunderstandings and, and things that, you know, people have with this ministry, uh, they'll all be played out in heaven, and uh, what a great day that will be. You know, Pastor Michael, it's not about uh, how fast we run the race, is it? I mean, I no. remember a, a sermon I heard, you know, if I could give it a new title, it would be, Would You Rather Be a Roman Candle or a uh, Bottle Rocket? <laughs> Amen. Uh, the Amen. Bottle Rocket, it may go off like a like a rocket, but then it, boom, it, it explodes and it's over with, like a flash in the pan. Uh, it'd be better to be a Roman candle to where you endure through the adversity, you have long-suffering, and it's an endurance race, isn't it? it? It most certainly is. In fact, you know, the Scripture even says that. But uh, the Lord showed me early on that uh, I'm I'm very slow, I'm very methodical when I do things, uh, in fact, you know, some might even say that uh, I'm slow to a fault. Uh, but I'd rather walk into a wall than run into one. And mm-hmm. I've just I've just been around enough to know that, you know, just when you think you know something about demons, the Lord shows you you don't know anything. Just when you think you, you've got a handle on a certain situation, he shows you that you're all wet behind the ears. And so we've got to go slow. You know, we, we've got, you know, we can't, you know, if it... Uh, uh, we'd all be speaking German today uh, if uh, if Hitler wouldn't uh, uh, have pushed on beyond, uh, you know, pushed his troops uh, beyond their supply line. We can't go beyond our supply line. The Lord is never in a hurry to do things. And if he is in a hurry to do things, he'll do them. Uh, so we can just sit back and relax. Uh, you know, the scripture says that, uh, you know, we run the race with patience. Wow. How do you run a race with patience? Well, you know, that's that's really what the ministry is about. You know, there's, everybody's got demonic problems. Everybody's got broken hearts and things going on in their family, maybe their personal life, something going on on the job. There's demonic activity everywhere. You know, years ago they used to uh, accuse Pastor Worley of uh, seeing, you know, demons behind every rock and every bush. And he said, no, nah, you know, there's 12 or 13. Well, there's probably 100. Now, you know, yes. they're just everywhere. No matter where you go today, you know, everything is sold either by sex. Uh, it's it's that wisdom that James talks about that's not from above. Uh, it's of the earth. It's it's earthly. It's sensual. And uh, it in the King James, it says it's devilish. But if you look up the word, it means demonic. Uh, and Satan's wisdom is everywhere. And, you know, a lot of the church has bought in to Satan's wisdom. 
and they think they're following the Holy Spirit, and actually what they're doing is just following the devil. Amen to that, folks. Um, the harvest is ripe and the workers are few. There's a lot of deception going on out there. You know, I was talking to my brother, Mike, um, or this afternoon. My brother Damon had gotten back from Brazil. Uh, he was invited out there with a, um, a ministry to uh, do some filming, and he says they went out into some remote areas of the jungle. And, of course, I guess that borders on the Amazon out there, so that's some really dense jungle. But he said they went into a, a city, and you could probably even call this the city of witches. He said you had... Um, people that were over there practicing voodoo and have been doing it for generations. And um, he said, you know, he kind of had some preconceived notions of might, what he might run into. And he said uh, he was introduced to these people. Many of them were witches and warlocks that were interviewed on camera. And um, he said, you know, some of them looked just like you and I. He said, some of them were very humble. I said, come on, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> he said, look, you know, he said, the sad part is the Lord gave me some discernment. Uh, many of these people think that they're serving God. Yeah. Of course, uh, you know that they're not because uh, they're doing blood sacrifices, animal sacrifices. They're um, invoking demons. Uh, they're also praying to some other uh, uh, demon. De they're praying to some demons, and they're even doing some human blood sacrifice. I said, whoa, glad he got out of there. But he said the sad part is, is they really think that they're doing God a service. Yeah. And he said that just goes to show you how deceived they are. And that's not unlike uh, even many of the denominations out there. You've got the Mormons, you've got the, the Buddhists. You know, you had um, thousands probably dying in Japan who were of the Shinto faith, you know. Folks, yeah. if they didn't have Jesus Christ as Savior, they don't get in. There's only one name written under heaven by which man might be saved. But it is sad how Satan is so diversified. You know, he's the master of deception. And... Uh, He's got people thinking that they're doing God a service, and they're on the way to hell. So, folks, like never before, we need to pray. We need to stand in the gap for one another. We need to use the tools that Jesus has given us. Um, so good to have you on tonight, brother. What's the Lord put on your heart for tonight? Well, I'm going to speak on, uh, is your fruit of the Lord or of the devil? And uh, since we were talking about binding and loosing, uh, I've got uh, I've got that in front of me too. We'll, we can do this uh, next week. Uh, I've got a message on binding and loosing that goes all the way from Genesis to Revelation. Wow. Now, it's not just what we do in binding evil spirits. It's actually binding and loosing is really the the heart of God, uh, and I'll I'll bring that out next week. It's a very interesting message. Um, but uh, Shannon, I'd like to go ahead and open up with prayer tonight. Amen, and, brother. Uh, the, the microphone is yours, and before you get going, uh, folks, if you're just tuning in, we've got Pastor Michael Thayer of Hagelwich Baptist Church on tonight. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's uh, joining us live from wherever you may be and also in the chat room. Brother, the microphone is yours. I'm honored. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, brother. Hey, good evening, everyone. Let's go ahead and open up with prayer. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to uh, meet and fellowship together. And Lord, what a what a wondrous day we live in that uh, we can be thousands of miles apart from each other and yet still be live, Father, still be uh, one in the Spirit as we listen, Father, through uh, blog radio uh, or the other kinds of, of uh, mass communication uh, that we have today. And, Father, we ask that you would uh, put us in one mind and one accord tonight, uh, that you would uh, give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to understand what you have for us. 
And Lord, help us to um, put aside uh, all the busyness of our lives as we uh, as we listen uh, to your word, Father, to the truth of your word, uh, and let your word go deep into our hearts, converting, convicting, encouraging us, Father, and delivering us uh, in whatever area we need. We bind, rebuke, and cast down the strong man, every one of Satan's strongholds, uh, from off of everyone listening uh, tonight, uh, from off of myself, from off of Brother Shannon. Uh, we uh, ask, Father, that uh, uh, if the devil's out there to try and uh, deceive or distract us, uh, we just uh, rebuke him right now. Uh, we rebuke any of the demons that would try this also. And, Father, we ask that you'd send forth your angels uh, to drag those things from out of our homes, out of our lives right now, uh, anything that would try and distract us, Father, so that we can pay full attention uh, to your word, Father, because your word, your word tells us uh, that uh, it is the engrafted word which is able to save, heal, and deliver our souls. And, Father, if there's any one thing uh, we need in these end times, it's deliverance for our souls. We ask these things, Father, and thank you for all of them in Jesus Christ's most blessed name. And I know all the brothers and sisters out there are saying amen with me. So again, I want to say good evening, everyone. Um, got a little cold tonight, so I'm kind of a little raspy, but uh, I'd like to talk about um, our fruit, because we know over uh, in uh, Galatians chapter 5, uh, let me slide back over there, I had to turn my page for a second here, in Galatians 5, uh, we know that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. And uh, this is this is evidence, so-called, uh, of Christianity. Uh, if these things are in us, in fact, um, real quick, if you just hold your place there and turn over to First uh, Peter, First Peter chapter one, I believe it is. Um, I'll tell you what, it's going to be Second Peter chapter one, and Peter tells us that. Uh, you know, when Jesus prayed for Simon, uh, just before Simon denied the Lord, uh, you'll note that, uh, that's over in Luke 22, uh, Jesus came to him and he said, Simon, he said, Satan has desired to have you back, to sift you as wheat. He said, but I've prayed for you that your faith wouldn't fail. He says, so when you come back, you'll strengthen the brethren. Now, you see, he, he didn't tell Peter that he was going to lose his salvation. He just, and the reason why he didn't is because Jesus prayed that his faith wouldn't fail. And now our Savior sits at the right hand of the Father forever making intercession for us also. And he prays for us that our faith wouldn't fail. And I said all that to say this. Uh, over in Second Peter chapter 1, Peter knows what faith is all about. Uh, he, he's got that down pat because he knows it was the faith of his Savior uh, that brought him back. Uh, so he could strengthen the brethren. And so over in verse 5 of Second Peter 1, uh, Peter says, he says, talking about faith, he says, and besides this, he says, giving all diligence, he says, add to your faith virtue, unto virtue knowledge, unto knowledge temperance, unto temperance patience, unto patience godliness, unto godliness brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness love or charity. And Peter says, if these things be in you and abound. See, they just can't be in us. You know, we know that as Christians, we're cut from a different cloth. 
we know that that the way we used to answer people before we knew the Lord. Now, maybe some of you grew up in the church, so um, you know, maybe you know, if you were uh, maybe not walking real close with the Lord at some time, you know, your vocabulary can slip and and your mind, you know, tends to wander in places that it shouldn't be. But we know the right thing. If if we're born again, if we know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, intrinsically, God's laws are written in our heart. In fact, the kingdom of God resides on the inside of us uh, with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is a, is a promoter of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we know truth. Now, we may not always do it. And sometimes, you know, we can get, you know, deceived. But we know that you know, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, faith, goodness, temperance, and meekness. And we also know that, that faith's a great thing. Virtue is a wonderful thing. It means, it means something that is beautiful, honorable. You know, knowledge, epinosis, experiential knowledge, uh, temperance. Uh, you know, we've got to have temperance in this world. And then patience, and then godliness and brotherly kindness. Because Peter says, if these things be in us, and abound. They make us to neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge, the, the experiential knowledge, not just gnosis, the experiential knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But look at verse 9. But he that lacks these things is blind and can't see afar off. And, and what, it, what it says in the Greek is that we can't see past ourselves. And there are so many believers today who who are just all wrapped up in themselves. You know, we live in this uh, this so-called me generation where you know it's all about me. And when I get done telling you about me, let me let me tell you about me. And and our our, our lives are 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 so selfish when we line them up uh, with the Word of God that we see that that there are there are. Um, um, things that are paramount in the Word of God that we've got to be striving for to perfect in our lives. Now, Peter says that the Lord's already given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, and he has. And we need to perfect those things, or the Greek word, uh, or the King James would say, uh, mature. Uh, we need to be mature believers. And, and there's a lot of us. There are a lot of believers out there, and I would venture to say that that uh, I probably uh, myself would would come in and out of some of these truths or deceptions that I'm going to be talking about tonight. And I would venture to say that everybody listening, uh, this is a message that will affect you uh, directly. It will be a very intimate, personal message uh, because we'd like to think that we have love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance, because it is the evidence of, the, of, our, of our salvation. But it also says now in, ver, if you, in Galatians 5, starting in verse 19, it says the works of the flesh are manifest. Now the demons work in the flesh. They don't work in the spirit. Uh, they, don't, they won't work, um, as Paul says, we're body, soul, and spirit. You know, the soul is part of the flesh, and so that's where the demons are. They're, they're not in the spirit. They can't actually, they really, they can't even touch the spirit. And so the works of the flesh, or the works of the devil, are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, it, it means to be without restraint, 
uh, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, uh, variance. Um, it, variance means to uh, have a quarrel on the inside. Emulations, it means to make war, uh, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies. Wow. Envies, murder, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Wow. The list just goes on and on. And, and when Paul gets done here, he says, and such like. He says, of which I tell you before, and as I've told you in times past, uh, that they that do these things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, this isn't talking about eternal security for the believer. Uh, the believer, you know, it's funny that, you know, the Christian has the only army, so they say, that slaughters its wounded. Uh, we, we have no problem leaving, uh, leaving our, our wounded soldiers on the battlefield, uh, yet in our nation, we would never do that. And that's because uh, in the military, uh, if you've been through the military, I was in the Marine Corps for four years, and you're taught honor and integrity, and no one gets left behind. And in Christianity, nobody can be left behind. In fact, sometimes, you know, we get in a hurry to do things, and what happens is that we get ahead of the Lord because we can only go as fast as the slowest man, because nobody ever should be left behind. Now, there are people who may take, take themselves out of fellowship with us uh, or out of fellowship with the church or whatever, but other than that, everybody's important. Jesus Christ died for every person, no matter, no matter if, the, uh, if the brother or sister is indigent, you know, they don't have any money, they don't have any clothes, and, and uh, I know you've, you've probably heard the story about uh, the, uh, the guy, he kind of had some tattered garments, he was unkempt, having sh didn't shave for a few days, and, and uh, he felt the Lord t told him to go into this one certain church, so he did, and, and uh, people were giving him wide berth. Uh, where he sat down, people just started to move away, and after a few minutes, one of the ushers came up to him and said, you know, sir, he said, you know, there's a church down the street that uh, you'd probably feel, you know, more comfortable in, and uh, well, let me give you some directions on, on how to get over there. And and so as the guy was walking out the door, he was crying, and he saw this man outside, and the man said, what's wrong? He says, well, you know, I felt that I was supposed to come here uh, and worship and, and uh, just seek the Lord, and uh, they didn't want me. And then right before that man's eyes, the Lord Jesus Christ appeared unto him and said, don't worry about it, son. He says, I've been trying to get in there for years. They won't let me in either. You know, we have our ways in the church, and we think that the church is about us. Jesus said that uh, he will build his church. He didn't call it our church. I'm, I'm a pastor. He didn't call it my church. And he didn't tell me to build it. He said that he would build it. In fact, as a pastor, probably one of the, uh, one of the things that, uh, that is an everyday lesson to learn uh, in my life is how to get out of the way of the Holy Spirit so that the Holy Spirit can work in the church. Because we all think we have answers for things. We all think that, you know, uh, the Scripture tells us that, that there is a way that seems right unto man, but the ends there are, uh, thereof are the ways of destruction. Um, and so we need to make sure that we're following the Word of God. So, of course, now back over in verse 22, or, or you know, these other verses that I just read, 19, 20, and 21, you know, for the most part, most of us could say, well, you know, we don't do that anymore. You know, fornication, at least I hope not, brothers and sisters. If you do, uh, you, can get, you can get deliverance from that. 
In fact, you're going to need deliverance because your soul's all fragmented and you've got somebody else's soul uh, inside of you and, and uh, it's quite a confusing battle after a while. Uh, but, you know, uncleanness, well, we might fall into that every once in a while. Uh, lasciviousness, it, it means to be without restraint. Well, you know, it, it, it tends more to sexual things, uh, but it can bleed over into other areas in our lives. Uh, witchcraft, good golly. Do you know that? Do you know how much witchcraft is out there today? Uh, there is so much mind control. Uh, there, there are people who uh, who dabble. There are people who think they dabble. Uh, but regardless, uh, you know, there's a lot of witchcraft out there. Idolatry. You know, it was just a few weeks ago somebody came into my office and said, Pastor, the Lord, Lord's been convicting me of, of idolatry, and they just shared with me for a few minutes something that was going on in their life. And they walked out, and I went back to work, and and a week later, uh, that same person came back into my office and said, Hey, Pastor, you know, I told you about that idolatry, and let me tell you what the Lord did. And, and man, the Lord just did a whole bunch of stuff. And when that person walked out of my door, do you know that I, I had a ton of conviction upon my life for idolatry? Now, I had no idea that I had idolatry in my life. But the Lord chose that moment to show me, and he showed me in a way that uh, he had my attention, uh, and I've been working on that ever since. And so, you know, it's easy to get some of these things in our lives, idolatry, uh, hatred. Uh, let's face it, you know, there's somebody in our family. You know, there's a Gomer in every platoon. Uh, there's a Judas. You know, there's one in 12. Um, you know, it's just like the Three Stooges. Uh, there's one in our family somewhere or in our lives. And we have to be careful of that hatred uh, because that is something that can scar our heart spiritually. Uh, variances and, and emulations, it, may, it means to make war. You know, there are some people who just aren't happy with having the waters nice and calm. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm at a time in my life that, that I like calm waters. Um, I'm, I'm no longer built for uh, speed, but I'm built for comfort. And uh, those those days are, are over. They're for the younger generation. Uh, and so, you know, there are just some people who are not happy unless they're stirring a stink. Now, listen, if you're one of these people, just own it. Just admit it and, and tell the Lord because he knows. But he wants you to know. And just as when that person came in to tell me about idolatry, I had no idea that, that I had it in my life. And the Lord knew. And so he wanted to make sure that I knew, and of course, you know, I do now. But, you know, there are just some people who love emulations and wrath and strife and sedition. You know what heresies are? Uh, a heretic over in 1 Corinthians. Uh, Paul, Paul told Titus, he says, uh, a heretic after the second or third admonition, reject. And uh, that means, you know, no more love uh, or no more, you know, outwardly love, no more grace. Uh, after the second or third admonition, there are there are things that we need to reject, get away from, run away from uh, in our lives. But, you know, there are some of us that think, well, you know, God knows that I, I've got a special gift of being nice to people, and, and you know, this brother or sister, they, they just need a little bit more love. No, they don't. They need the Lord to work in their lives. They're, you know, we cannot change people's lives. We can allow the agape love of the Lord Jesus Christ to flow through us, and that will help change a person's life. But the only thing we can create, brothers and sisters, is a mess. It's the only thing we can create. And I'm real good at creating messes, so I, I try not to do that. 
And a, and a heretic is somebody who is part of the group but wants to go in a different direction. And that's why you find heretics uh, in churches. Uh, they they like, the, you know, whatever the MO of the church is. Uh, let, let's just take the deliverance ministry um, you know, here at Hagwish. You know, we have we have certain things that we do, and we have certain things that we don't do. Uh, we don't. Uh, men pray with men, and women pray with women. Let me use that for an example. Now, there may be somebody in the church who believes in deliverance, loves Pastor Worley, loves the writings, everything, but doesn't believe that, that uh, only men should pray with men. Men should pray with women, and vice versa. And so that person in the church will go, and and he or she won't be able to help themselves because this is a demonic problem, and they will find people. Those, and it's not that they'll find them; their demons will find people, and they'll start laying these these little these little seeds of dissent. And they'll say, well, you know, I don't know. I I think I think a woman can pray with a guy, and 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 they just. They just want to throw these seeds of doubt out there, and these people in the scripture are called heretics. They're part of the group, but they want to go in a different direction. Uh, and so we can, you know, just we can look at this in the whole picture as the Word of God. Well, you know, when, Je- when Jesus said, you know, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things uh, that I've asked you to do, or um, uh, whosoever um, uh, love not the world, neither things that are in the world. Uh, for if we love the world, the love of the Father is not in us. Now, by the way, that doesn't mean that God doesn't love us. It means that God's love won't flow through us. See, God won't use dirty vessels. He'll just stand uh, off to the side uh, until we repent, uh, until we clean our lives up. He He doesn't, by the way, he never leaves us. We we leave him. Uh, but um, John tells us, uh, it's over in First John uh, 3, I believe, that um, because... Uh, the love of the world. I'm sorry. Let me get let me get over there real quick. And uh, it says that. Uh, here we go. Uh, verse 15, First John 2 says, "Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the agape of the Father isn't in him." We frustrate uh, the grace of God. Uh, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, uh, is not of the Father but of the world. And, and so we say to ourselves, well, you know, yeah, that's okay, but we live in a day of grace and, you know, we can get away with this, that, and the other thing. Well, in the big picture, we're heretics. So these are some of the works of the devil that, that I've been talking about. Um, and then uh, envies. Uh, you know, envy, envy is so insidious. It's one, of the most, uh, it's one of the most nasty demons that's out there. Whenever you're praying for somebody uh, for uh, jealousy, uh, you're going to find uh, his uh, ugly red-headed uh, stepbrother there uh, called Envy. And the difference between Envy and Jealousy, you'll notice in Scripture that uh, it says that uh, God is a jealous God. And to be jealous means that you have something that is yours and you are protecting it. Now, we in our lives can you know, protect some things too much that maybe we ought to share. But God says, I'm not going to share my glory with another. And so he protects those things that are his. Envy is just the opposite. It's on the bottom. And envy doesn't produce anything. Uh, it, it steals. It coerces. It does whatever it can to get something from you because it's too lazy 
to do it and to do it itself. And what it'll do is it will claw its way to the top and it'll claw its way past you. And whether it hurts you, kills you, maims you, envy could care less. In fact, uh, Pontius Pilate said that they knew or that he knew that the Jews delivered Jesus unto him because of envy. See, they couldn't produce the works that he was doing. So they decided, you know, uh, you, you know, years ago, the uh, you know the deliverance ministry was. Pastor um, really used to say, "Beware of the day when deliverance becomes popular." Well, we used to laugh because we didn't think deliverance would ever be popular. You know, we we were uh, the seven year itch back then. Uh, but over the years, deliverance has gotten popular. And what's happened with this popularity is a lot of people have taken Pastor Worley's writings and, and said, you know, I like that, I like that, I don't know about this. See, one thing about Win Worley, he was the most pragmatic person I've ever, I'd ever met. If it worked, great. If it didn't work, he threw it out. He didn't have time for it. And he, he was practical. He didn't have time. Uh, to uh, uh, recreate. He didn't have time uh, uh, for vacations. He says, you know, heaven's a vacation. Um, you know, he had a job to do that the Lord told him to do, uh, and he set forth to do it. Uh, but we, on the other hand, sometimes, you know, we, we kind of, you know, we kind of think, well, you know, Lord, I can do this and I can do that. And, um, you know, we, we then twist the Word of God uh, and we need to make sure that that we're doing things the right way. I don't want to get too far off here um, because I want to show how Satan counterfeits the fruit of the Spirit. And the things that I'm going to talk about for the next uh, 15 minutes or so before our break are things that, that we need to have in our lives, but they will not get us to heaven. Let me, let me give you an example. Uh, starting in verse 22, it says, The fruit of the Spirit is love. And so the devil comes in, and, I mean, you can't really love people today like you should. You know, everybody's afraid. Churches are afraid of lawsuits. Uh, you know, this thing of love, you know, greet the brethren with a holy kiss. You know, it's not talking about on the lips. It's talking about on the cheek. And, and it's a kiss of reverence. Uh, it's a kiss of respect. And... Women can tell the difference. You know, guys can tell the difference. Uh, you know, we have people sometimes that, you know, would come to the church and, and, uh, sometimes we're called the hugwish church because we like, we like to hug people. Uh, you know, a hug, you know, I hadn't had a hug in, I can't tell you how many years before, you know, I had my first hug in 20 some years when I came to the hugwish Baptist church. Pastor Worley wrapped his arms around me and said, son, I love you. I mean, I, I didn't even know what to think about that. Uh, you know, I knew my family. I knew my mom loved me. My dad died when I was young, so, um, but, you know, we didn't have an outward show of love. Well, well, we try and do that here at the church. And, you know, some of the guys would, you know, sometimes try and take advantage of that a little bit, you know, maybe hug the gals a little closer. Well, you know, we've got discernment, uh, or, you know, the Holy Spirit you know, flags people, and, and so, you know, we need to be careful how we do this. In fact, fellas, when you're hugging a gal, just just bend over a little bit more. Don't don't get straight, don't get a straight body, you know, right up next to them. Bend over a little bit more so that the only thing that you would be hugging would be their shoulders, and that's that. And that's that's if they don't mind uh, being hugged. Um, but uh, so, you know, we 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 like to um, we like to love, and of course, you know, that's the first part. Uh, you know, this is all one piece, one fruit. 
but uh, in the segments that is part of that fruit, the first one is love. Well, the devil doesn't want us to love one another. No, greater love had no man in this than, than, uh, than we lay down our lives uh, for our brethren. Um, you know, we need to love one another as, as, uh, as Christ, uh, well, our, our spouses as Christ loved the church. Uh, if you're male and, you know, if you're female, uh, you need to love the Lord with all your heart and all your mind, all your soul. In fact, uh, that was the first and greatest commandment in the Old Testament. It's also the first and greatest commandment uh, in the New Testament. Uh, and so the devil doesn't want to get us to love. And so how can he counterfeit love? Good works. And so today the church is stuffed to the rafter with people who are do-gooders because, of course, it's good to do good. Hmm. You know, is it really? Uh, I thought it was good to do right because good and bad uh, is relevant to the person uh, that you're talking to or the, or the person that, that uh, hears those words because what's good for me may not be good for you. Uh, and so... Uh, the church has put on, and I literally mean put on like a garment, instead of letting love come from the inside. And, and why, why is it so hard to love? Because it hurts to love. Because, because people are, you know, uh, James tells us that, uh, you know, with our tongues, he says, we offend all the time. Now, hopefully we don't mean it, but we do. And, and it's easy to get hurt, especially in this day and age. Uh, and so, um, you know, love isn't easy, but we need to persevere. It, it's just critical that, that the agape love, and, and, and that word agape uh, is, is just indicative of, the, of, of just the Greek. Um, uh, it's like a, a, it's a, a, made a, a new word that God uh, brought forth uh, when Jesus Christ came to earth, uh, because it's a, what agape means is, is a love that wants to give, that has a desire to give and serve, and doesn't expect anything back. You don't need a thank you. You don't need an attaboy. You don't need a pat on the back. You, you reach out and you do the right thing because it's the right thing to do, and that's where our blessings come from. We, we, don't, we don't work to get the blessing. You know? See, the world, the world would tell us that you, know, you, you, need, you, need, to, you, know, you need to give uh, to, um, I'm sorry, that you need to uh, take to receive. But in the Word of God, it says that we give and then we receive. You know, if you want a blessing in your life, you've got to be a blessing. You know, the Scripture says that, uh, that uh, if you want to have friends, you've got to be friendly. Well, there are a lot of unfriendly Christians. There may be some that are listening tonight. Now listen, brothers and sisters, don't, don't feel bad about this. We, we all cross over in, into these areas at times in our lives, or maybe we've been delivered uh, from out of them. You know, when I first came to the church, I, I, I called myself a lithium Christian, because in those days they didn't have you know, some of the drugs they have today, and they, so when people were messed up, uh, they put them on lithium. Now, I wasn't on lithium, but uh, I walked around like a zombie. My arms didn't, my arms didn't move. My head, you know, I always looked down. I couldn't look at anybody, uh, you know, eye to eye or, you know, really talk to people uh, unless I was high or, you know, on, dr uh, you know, partying or something. But other than that, you know, it's, it's because I was almost soulless. I was almost like a zombie. Um, and so, you know, we, we all, you know, have these things in our lives, but you can get deliverance from these things. Call in, uh, uh, you know, after when we open up the lines, call in, get some prayer, 
seek out material. Listen, I, I realize that going to a movie sometimes is an entertaining thing. There's just a lot of movies we probably shouldn't go to. But, you know, we have, for the most part, we have enough money to go out to eat every once in a while. We have enough money to, um, you know, to uh, buy that dingle-dangle that we see, you know, being advertised. But buy a book. Buy something that, that uh, like a reference book that, that you're going to be able to keep on your shelf and, and go to a time again. You know, get War on the Saints. Uh, get, get the Host of Hell series. Um, you know, get, get some of these other materials that are out there um, that, that are critical for the time that comedy and Hollywood and uh, our neighbors uh, and, you know, those things around us don't excite us anymore because as the world falls apart, you know, as the song says, you know, the things of earth are going to grow strangely dim in the light of, of his glory and grace. The more of Jesus we have in our lives, the less the world is appealing to us. But the devil counterfeits our love by filling us with good works. And so we go around doing good for people. Here, can I open that for you? Can, can I take care of that for you? Now, we should have good works, but our good works come out of our salvation. It's not, it's not, um, um, good works will not get us to heaven. But the love of the Lord will. Now, the next, the next part of the fruit, uh, the next segment, uh, is joy. Now, man, the joy of the Lord is our strength, the scripture says. You know, we need to have, um, the joy, uh, the joy of the Lord in our lives. You know, when Paul was, um, bobbing around in the Mediterranean for 36 hours when they threw him overboard, you can't tell me the guy was happy. You can't tell me that, that, you know, that his emotions you know, we're, we're way up there because that is the counterfeit of joy, happiness. The devil fills us with happiness. Now, is there anything wrong with happiness? No. But happiness is a fleeting emotion, just like good works is. You know, we stub our toe, um, and all of a sudden our happiness is gone. But if the joy of the Lord is our strength, then we can bob in the Mediterranean for 36 hours and have the joy of the Lord sustain us. You know, we can go through hard times. Pastor Willie used to use the example uh, that, uh, you know, uh, armed Christians uh, are like earthworms. They can tunnel through, uh, you know, a mile of mud, and when they stick their head out of the ground, they're clean as a whistle. And that's because we allow the fruit of the Spirit. And and the reason that, that the fruit is so easily counterfeited is because to have joy in our lives is not that easy. Because how, you know, we lose our job or uh, something happens uh, in our home or uh, in the church. You know, the devil's always dealing us from the bottom of the deck. You, you'll never get You'll never get a straight shot uh, from the devil. Uh, you'll always get something worse from him. Uh, everybody wants your money. Uh, everybody wants to, uh, you know, control you and, mani- and manipulate you. And so how can you be joyful? Well, that's part of the evidence of our Christianity. That's, that's why Paul says that we die daily. Are we dying daily? See, deliverance is a wonderful thing for our lives. In fact, deliverance will do what nothing else will. It will get demons out of people's lives. But getting demons out isn't really the hard part. The hard part of our Christian walk is keeping them out. 
And that's because there are so many things to, to distract us. You know, when Paul was going to Thessalonica, he said, you know, I've tried to come to you several times, he says, but Satan hindered us. In the Greek, that word hinder means to detain or distract. And our minds are distracted, or our minds are detained at, at something that, you know, we want to do after church. You know, we, we almost sometimes don't have time for the Lord. And so what the church teaches, you know, because to, to teach joy, you have to take the Word of God and you've got to preach it straight. You've got to put it out there without who it doesn't matter what people think, how they feel. I mean, you know, we, we need to do this in love. But we can't compromise the Word of God. We can't, we can't soften. You know, I, I remember, your, you know, Ted Haggard years ago said um, uh, when it came to uh, Islam that, you know, we need, we need to cut, cut down on the harshness uh, of what people were saying about Islam. Well, we don't need to be hateful, but to be truthful. What's wrong with being truthful? In fact, we always need to be truthful. Listen, if we don't tell people they're wrong sometimes, who's going to tell them? If we don't let people tell us we're wrong, then how are we going to receive it? The joy of the Lord is our strength. And so the devil comes and he, and he counterfeits our joy with happiness. Again, happiness is okay to have, but happiness will not get you through a hard time. You going through depression, happiness won't carry you. But joy will. Now, the next part uh, of the fruit uh, is peace. Now, we all want peace in our lives. And so what the devil comes, comes through with, he gives us tranquility. He makes things very tranquil for us. You know, whether it's, whether it's um, you know, some of these self-help programs that are out there like anger management or, or, or guided imagery, you know, some of the, some of the witchcraft that, uh, that therapists use. Um, hypnosis, um, you know, uh, uh, regression therapy, you know, just visualizing Jesus, just, just, just go back into the womb and just, you know, visualize the baby Jesus. And, and, you know, this stuff is just garbage. Okay. The devil wants us tranquil because once again, that is a fleeting emotion. But when we have peace in our lives, what, what do we have? You know, the scripture the scripture says that, uh, uh, you know, the, the prophecies of Jesus, Isaiah 9, 6, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, uh, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Because the fruit are offices or offshoots of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we partake of Jesus in our lives, or take part of him, we get this by our salvation. But in order to mature it or perfect it in our lives, we have to do the things that the Word of God tells us to do. You know, uh, some of our friends are, are angry people. I'd mentioned that uh, a few weeks ago. You know, if you have somebody that's angry, uh, the Scripture says that, that you need to get away from that person because you're going to learn his way, uh, and it's going to bring a snare to your soul. That word snare means to put a hook through the nose. You're going to be led around by the devil uh, by angry people. And, well, that's okay. You know, we, we, we justify it and say, well, you know, Lord, you know, this person, they really need somebody like me in their lives. No, they don't. What they need to be is left alone because that's the thing that's going to draw them probably to the Lord. See, we're, a lot of times we're enablers. 
and, and we get between the Lord and the problem. And that's the last place we want to be. We don't want the Lord moving us out of the way so that he can then take care of the problem. And so, uh, as I said, you know, the Lord wants us to have peace uh, in our lives, and that peace is part of uh, Jesus Christ. Um, the kingdom of God, uh, Romans fourteen seventeen, is not in meat or drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Uh, Colossians 3.15, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. It doesn't say anything about being tranquil, but tranquility is, is taught today in, in the counseling, the psychology end of the church, or just even from the pulpit. Now, the next part of the fruit, uh, we still have a couple minutes here uh, before we have to take a break, is long-suffering. Whoa, man, that, that's pretty tough sometimes, long-suffering. Uh, but if we have long-suffering, uh, in our lives, um, it, it it helps us to bear up uh, against the evil, the wrong, the wiles of the devil, those arrows that he shoots at us. Uh, and so, you know, we need to be long suffering. And, and so, what does it? What does the devil teach us through the, in the church? Tolerance. Now, is tolerance a bad thing? No, the tolerance will only take us so far. And then we become intolerant. And I'm not going to allow this to happen when, as a Christian, we need to allow the Lord to do whatever he wants to in our lives. This is, again, all part of us dying daily uh, in our lives. Taking up our cross, saying, no, Lord, I, I don't need that. Or crying out to him, you know, using the tools of, of binding and loosing to, um, you know, it says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, Second uh, Corinthians 10.4. And uh, casting down, literally, in the Greek means to just, to just violently throw down. You know, sometimes we just need to get something out of our lives, not tolerate it, uh, um, but when we have long-suffering in our lives, it will take us way past tolerance. It will take us past all the problems that the devil wants to bring into our lives. Now, real quick, another one uh, is gentleness. You know, we need to be gentle with people. Fellas, gentleness is, is a wonderful quality uh, for a man to, uh, to mature in his life. Uh, it, it will take us to places uh, that our manliness, our, our macho ability that, that we have sometimes in our lives uh, will never take us. Uh, in fact, it's critical for, uh, for the progress uh, of humility uh, in our lives. Uh, and so the Lord wants us to have gentleness. Now, gentleness uh, is, again, something that, uh, uh, because it's an attribute of Jesus Christ, <coughs> excuse me, uh, he gives this to us, but he gives us a measure of it. Uh, and then we have to, again, do those basic daily routines that the Word of God tells us to do. And, and that is, you know, when people revile us, do we revile back? You betcha, a lot of people do. But we're not supposed to. You know, Jesus, um, uh, when uh, he was reviled, the Word of God says that he committed himself to, to his Father. And yet we go about and we do things different or backwards uh, from what the Word of God tells us to do. And then we expect the Lord to bless us. We expect our lives to be like other brothers and sisters that, that, that are persevering, 
that are doing, you know, what they can uh, in their lives. <clears throat> and so gentleness is a wonderful quality that we need to build in our lives. Uh, in Psalm 1835, uh, David says, Thou hast given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy right hand has holden, is holding me up, and thy gentleness has made me great. Wow. Gentleness made him great. Uh, and so, you know, having gentleness um, in our lives, Second uh, Corinthians 10.1, Paul says, uh, he says, Paul, he says, Now I, Paul, myself beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. See, Jesus was meek and he was gentle. Now, what would the devil put into our lives to, uh, to counterfeit gentleness? Manners. See, it's good to have manners. We teach our children manners. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. And it's nice, <clears throat> excuse me, it's nice to do that. But that doesn't get us to heaven. And those manners will only go so far before the bully uh, stands up before us and our manners go right out the window. And so when we have gentleness in our lives, it helps us to, again, have humility uh, and we know that, you know, we need to humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord so that then we can be lifted up. Uh, but, and, and I'll tell you what, I know we're going to need to take a break here. Uh, let me, let me close with this uh, before the break. Brothers and sisters, um, this ministry is exciting. Uh, it's, uh, it's sensational in many ways. Uh, in fact, I've been uh, contacted by a lot of, um, um, producers that want to uh, uh, showcase uh, the Hegwish Baptist Church. And uh, I've turned all but one down uh, because they, they're into the sensationalism of the ministry. And, and it is sensational in that demons are crying out. Uh, now, of course, it wouldn't be so sensational if all the churches were casting out demons. It'd be ho-hum. It'd be like, oh, you know, another demon. Uh, but since so few do these things, um, you know, it becomes a big deal to a lot of people. Uh, but, brothers and sisters, I, I just want to encourage you and, and let you know that that with as important as deliverance is in our lives, deliverance doesn't take the place of faith. It doesn't take the place of perseverance. It doesn't take the place of holiness. It doesn't take the place of prayer. Uh, and you'll see, you'll note, when you listen to people praying, they they start yelling sometimes uh, at the demons, uh, or they start getting, you know, very emotional. Well, the demons love this. The demons love for our emotions uh, to be, to be uh, critical, uh, because then our brain isn't thinking as fast as it should. Uh, and these things are, are very smart. You know, the, one of the best ways to get over on these demons is to talk to them very calmly, very softly, because... You have the authority in the name of Jesus Christ. You've been given a name that is above every name, and at the name of Jesus Christ, uh, every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And that, that's, that, that's, let's say it's a spirit of infirmity, that's under the name of Jesus Christ. Satan himself, it's under the name of Jesus Christ. We are seated in Christ Jesus in the third heaven, and we don't have to be emotional. Uh, again, you know, it's, it's nice, it's okay to be exuberant sometimes uh, uh, in some things, uh, but what happens in the deliverance ministry is we get militant, and we've got to watch out 
that we don't get a militant type spirit in our lives and we start, you know, telling the demons, well, you're just, you know, you're just a nothing nobody from nowhere now. I'm not saying that that can't be said from time to time, uh, but there are so many out there today, so so many greenhorns uh, who, who have not um, stood the test of time, uh, who, who are novices, uh, who have no problem, uh, you know, bantering about uh, with the demons. Uh, and number one, uh, Jude tells us that, uh, you know, when Michael the archangel was wrestling uh, with uh, Satan over the body of Moses, uh, he says he didn't bring a railing accusation against him. He just said, the Lord rebuke you. Uh, and that's all we we really need now you know we can you know if you got a demon on the ropes you know there might be some verbiage uh that will upset them uh but when we get militant you know we, we think you know we start you know calling these demons you know hey, you 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 know you're nothing you're powerless listen these things need to be respected brothers and sisters now not reverenced but they need to be respected because we're governed by the laws of physics they are not uh, they have been around a long time. You know, that 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 uh, book of tricks that we read, well, they wrote it. And if you don't have respect for the demons, they'll know. And they're going to play on that. And they're going to deceive you. And they're, and they're going to make you think, oh, they're going to manifest, and they're going to yell, and they're going to scream, and they're going to do a lot of things, but they're not coming out. Because in our militant spirit is pride. And pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. And the Lord, just immediately, when pride comes into our lives, he, he takes his hands off of us uh, until we recognize that, that you know, we're not, we're not attached anymore, and we repent of those things. And a lot of deliverance workers today are just filled with pride. They, they, they think they got something going here with these demons, and a lot of times the demons just have them deceived. We've got to be very careful of these things. Just go slow. You know, there's there's no big there's no big hurry here, and if the Lord's in a hurry, He'll take care of it. So, Brother Shannon, uh, if you want to take a, a break here, and then if Amen. I can come back, uh, just Lord. to finish yes. this up, and then we can open up the lines. Praise God, Pastor Michael. Before we take a break, uh, give out uh, your contact information, and also let the people know about the uh, the upcoming conference uh, in April. Sure, um, our April uh, workshop. It's going to be our 95th workshop. You know, who would have ever thought? Oh. Will, will we make 100? It really doesn't matter, but, uh, you know, it was just something that we've always kind of tucked in the back of our heads. Uh, but it's going to be April 14th uh, through the 17th. Um, we, uh, there's a uh, $20 uh, admission at the door, uh, and that's just to help cover the overhead. Other than that, um, and everything's on sale in the book room if you come. Uh, some of the messages that are going to be preached uh, are going to be uh, the deliverance ministries. Is it a noun or a verb in your life? Uh, how and why the church is following Satan and not Christ? The devastating effects of, of accusations. Oh, we just, Pastor James is going to bring that one. Um, we just have no idea when we make an accusation against somebody how, how, how hard-hitting that is, how, how fragmenting that is to our soul. Uh, and Pastor John is going to speak on, on def- defensiveness and, and easily offended spirits. Again, some people are just so thin-skinned today that, that uh, um, you know, you can't say anything to them. You know, I'm talking about Christians. You know, they, they almost want to pick a fight with you. Uh, and then I'm going to be speaking on delivering yourself 
from the spirits of the mixed multitude. And uh, boy, I'll tell you what, that, that's one that we need to stay away from because the mixed multitude is literally what's running the church today. But you can get hold of us. Our uh, phone number is area code 219. Uh, the number is 838-9410. Uh, now, we're an all-volunteer staff, and so most of the time you have to leave a message because I'll answer the phone when I'm here, uh, but I'm usually on the phone when I'm here. Um, our uh, uh, Hegwish uh, website is HBC Delivers. Dot org, dot org. The um, WRW website, which carries all of Pastor Roy's materials and, and just a plethora of other fine deliverance books. And, and real quick, um, you know, there are other places out there that will carry deliverance books that we won't. And the reason we won't carry some people's deliverance books, and I mean, these are people who are somewhat even friends of the ministry, is because there's a bone in there that's just too big. And if I were to allow that in the church, and you buy it, and all of a sudden it becomes a stumbling block to you, I'm responsible for that. And so we don't carry books by some people uh, that are in deliverance, and uh, uh, and we also carry books by some people that hate us uh, and have actually preached or taught against us, uh, but their books are timely. And you'll find all that stuff at wrwpublications.com. Uh, also, uh, we're on YouTube now, and uh, as Brother Shannon said earlier, um, that mass deliverance video is just going whole hog, and uh, praise the Lord. Hopefully people are getting a lot of help uh, on just being in agreement with that thing. Uh, but the, you go to YouTube and, and type in Hegwish Baptist Church or just Hegwish, H-E-G-E-W-I-S-C-H, uh, and it'll take you to uh, where you need to go there. Uh, and let's see, am I forgetting a website? So many of these websites. Man, oh, man. Um, the uh, the conference you mentioned is that the uh, is it going to be the family workshop at Hagowish? That's a family workshop. That's Ma Pa and the Kitties. Come one, come all. Uh, please no shorts. Uh, we like to you know we're not wound so tightly that we you know that we're covered from from arm to to uh, ankle. Uh, but uh, you know the less flesh that is revealed in the church, uh, the better off for us it is. Uh, and so um, uh, just you know moderate attire. And um, it, it's a come-as-you-are party, okay? Just be who you are. That, that's the person. I'd love to meet you. Uh, if you come to the workshop and you've listened to the messages, uh, you've listened to uh, uh, Omega Man Radio, please let me know. Uh, I'd love to give you a hug and, and, and just know that, you know, uh, meet you by faith. And, uh, but it's a come-as-you-are party, brothers and sisters. Just be who you are. I have a I have a rule here. Uh, you bring us all your problems, just don't cause any more once you get here. Uh, and so, uh, if Amen. you'll do that, uh, you'll get along. Uh, we'll get along just fine. Is uh, people can wear jeans and tennis shoes? Absolutely, ladies, you can too. Um, you know, it, it's it's nice to have you know modest attire, as as the Word of God says for the ladies. But if you're going to be getting, giving deliverance or getting deliverance, um, then you might want to wear jeans or, or slacks. Uh, or something, um, you know, ladies, you know how to dress appropriate. Um, you know, I, I've got a postcard here from a church real close here. Um, I should mention the name of the guy because he's a he's a fundraiser out there. He's a he's a heretic. He's a liar. And uh, um, but uh, they promote these um, these products for women in, in their church. Uh, and on the on the card, the advertisement, it said, "Ladies, you know, and here's something you know that will help you accentuate areas." Uh, that you know that you're going to want to accentuate, and you know, brothers and sisters, not in the church. You want to accentuate something? 
do it in your own home, you know, do it, you know, somewhere in the park or whatever, but don't accentuate something because our clothing today is cut to accentuate different parts of our body. Uh, you know, the, we we keep the world out of the church as much as possible. Uh, so, you know, wear loose loose attire, uh, but just come as you are. Uh, we'll we'll love you just the way you are, and hopefully you'll be able to get some good help. We pray for people after each service. Uh, Thursday night, Friday night, we have a mass deliverance. Saturday night, Pastor Worley sings the message. Um, on Sunday morning, uh, and then, of course, deliverance always breaks out then, too. Uh, and uh, we are here for you. You are what we are all about. Uh, so please come if you can. Um, you know, for us, this is Hegwish. And, you know, I know a lot of people would like to move here, and but for those that do live here, you know, it's, it's just Hegwish. Uh, our bread and butter are the workshops. Uh, if we can help you in any way whatsoever, we'd love to do that. So uh, hopefully we'll see you at the workshop. That's April 14th through the 17th. Praise God. Folks, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Pastor Michael Thier of Hegwish Baptist Church. We're going to take about a five-minute break, folks, and we'll be right back with uh, part two of the program tonight. And if you'd like for prayer, uh, the lines are going to be opening up. God bless you, and we'll see you all back in just a minute. To talk with Omega Man, dial area code 917-889-2745 and press option 1 on your phone. To listen live to Omega Man Radio from your cell phone, dial 917-889-2745. From coast to coast and worldwide on the Internet, this is Omega Man Radio with Shannon Davis. And I said before, if you want to find a lot of demons, go to church. There you can be sure you'll find a bunch. They're roosting all over God's people. They're binding them down. They're choking them off. And somebody has to care because people are bound. And if it isn't the chosen of God, I don't know who's going to care. If it isn't those whom God has called out, if they don't care enough to lay their lives on the line, I don't know who's going to do it. As a sad scripture says, I looked for a man and I found none. God looked for a man. He couldn't find anybody. Everybody was doing their own thing. God is calling a people to war, all-out war, a war in which no quarter is given and no quarter is asked. The order of the day remains, attack, attack, attack. That's God's marching order. Once a man named Stephen about the Lord, folk were saved and folk were healed as they heard God's word. Satan did not like it, soon he had his crowd, and as he was stoned, they heard Stephen cry aloud. at Father's right hand. I see Jesus yonder in the glory land. Works all over. Now I'm coming to thee. I see Jesus standing 
stones fell round him, beating out his life. Stephen knew he'd soon be through with all toil and strife. So much like the master with a heart so true. Michael Theron tonight from Hegelish Baptist Church in Highland, Indiana. His website is hbcdelivers.org. Also, be sure and check out an awesome deliverance store over at wrwpublications.com. They have some fine deliverance material over there, including uh, about 50 booklets, the Host of Hell series. They cover a variety of topics. And, you know, folks, they, you can get a booklet for like $3, you know, the cost of a, a cheeseburger these days. In fact, I don't think you can get a cheeseburger that's decent for $3. (laughs) 
uh, fast a mill and, and get a booklet. Um, this stuff is worth its weight in gold, folks. In this day and hour, we need all the ammunition we can get to use against the host of hell. And some great pioneers that went before us and recorded their experiences, uh, their wisdom, and have given us a lot of insight in how to defeat the host of hell. Of course, your number one uh, resource is the Word of God, absolutely. But uh, in addition to the Word, there's some great deliverance material out there that will help you get into the battle a lot quicker and get up to speed fast uh, because you're going to need to know how to fight the enemy in the time that we're living in. We're in the Super Bowl of the end times. So let's welcome back uh, Pastor Michael Thier. And at the conclusion of his message, we'll be opening up the uh, telephone lines if you'd like prayer tonight. Hey, good evening, everyone. Hi, Shannon. How are you, brother? God bless you, brother. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Um, Listen, if if you've just joined us, uh, I've been speaking on um, the counterfeit of the fruit of the Spirit. And it's something that uh, I believe affects all of our lives. Um, I think if we're honest with ourselves, when we go over and look in Galatians 5 uh, and we read, you know, about the works of the flesh or, or the works of the devil, um, you know, it's unfortunate, but, uh, you know, adultery and fornication is something uh, that is fairly popular in the church. It shouldn't be, uh, but it is. Uh, uncleanness, um, the whole world is so unclean. It is so sensual uh, that to... Um, to just, it's so easy to pick up demons uh, just uh, in a daily routine of going to a store uh, or, um, you know, just being somewhere uh, outside of your the safety of your home uh, or your church. Um, you know, hopefully you're not picking up the demons in the church. Uh, unfortunately, a lot are. But, uh, you know, and then some of these other things are, uh, you know, idolatry. We can do that. Witchcraft, we can do that. Hatred, we can do that. Uh, variance, we can do that. Emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies. Now, hopefully, uh, not murders. Uh, drunkenness. <laughs> wow. You know how much how much wine do we need for our for our tummy's sake? It's actually a bogus argument. Uh, and uh, maybe one day, as the Lord leads, uh, I'll do some teaching on alcohol. Uh, you'll find out why they call it spirits. Um, you know, a lot of Christians walk around. Um, like they're drunk, but they're dry. They're, they're dry drunks, as we call them. Uh, they're irresponsible with their money. They're irresponsible at home. Uh, they're irresponsible on the job. Um, they have that vagabond personality uh, that they wander from here to there. They just can't seem to, to settle down. Uh, it, it's all tied in with fragmentation of the soul. Uh, it's tied in with uh, things coming down the family line, uh, curses coming down the family line. Uh, but... Uh, uh, now that we are uh, kings and priests, uh, which the book of Revelation calls us, and ladies, that includes you too. Now, you know, there is now neither no more um, male nor female. We have roles in our gender, uh, but before the Lord, we're all equal. And uh, so uh, when it says we're kings and priests, ladies, that's including you. And with that, uh, the um, the priesthood was to never have alcohol touch the lips. By the way, I mean, just if you know anything about alcohol, just how they get it. I mean, how you know what is what is what the process is to uh, make it. Number one, uh, and number two, just what it does. The, the very second that alcohol 
hits your lips, your your capillaries, your veins, they clamp down because they don't want it. They know it's poison. You know, your your body instinctively knows. Now, we don't or we don't care, um, and so we partake anyway. And, uh, um, you know, the arguments that I get with people, you know, because I don't really, you know, care to argue. Um, well, you know, I'll discuss the matter with somebody, but, you know, if somebody wants to drink, listen, I don't, your demons aren't bothering me. So, uh, you know, you, if you can live with your demons, uh, that, that's fine with me, And uh, um, but you'll get a whole boatload of them uh, with alcohol. Uh, but I want to finish up so we can open up the lines uh, on the counterfeit of the fruit of the Spirit. Now, the fruit of the Spirit, most, most of it is um, our uh, offshoots or attributes of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if we're to emulate Christ, then we're going to have to let the fruit mature in our lives. You know, there's nothing worse than, than, a, than a, a green banana. There's nothing worse than, than a piece of fruit uh, that is picked before it's time. And when, when we go to our churches or when we listen to, you know, whoever we listen to, to, uh, you know, with the Word of God, uh, you know, if they're not, if they're not teaching what the Word of God says, you know, we don't need to embellish the Word of God. We don't need to dust it. We don't need to buff it and shine it. Uh, the Word of God is, is more than capable of taking care of itself. We just need to present it in love. And if we just drop a millimeter of a seed, uh, we were praying last night in the church that, that you know, maybe some of those uh, Shinto or, um, or uh, Buddhist uh, Japanese, maybe at one time in their life somebody dropped just the, mo- the most minute seed of Christianity into their lives. And so we were praying last night during the service uh, that the Lord would, would uh, nurture that and water it and take care of it. Uh, you know, for those that are still alive, because uh, you know, no matter no matter who people are, where they are, or what they believe, uh, we're all lost until we come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And everybody needs a savior. There's only one name under heaven in which a person can be saved, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so I was talking about the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Uh, and with that. Uh, Satan counterfeits that instead of instead of love being in our lives, uh, because love wants to give, it wants to help, uh, it wants to do good because it wants to do not good, it wants to do right because it's the right thing to do. Uh, but good works just you know uh, it has limitations, and so uh, the counterfeit to love uh, is good works. The counterfeit to joy is happiness. The counterfeit to peace. Is tranquility the counterfeit to long suffering? Is tolerance the counterfeit to gentleness? Our manners, and uh, um, and now the next one uh, is uh, I believe is goodness. Now of course you know it's always good to be good, but you know good works depending on you know on how they're done because you know with us everything's done for a selfish motive. Uh, it's either to promote self. Or to let people know that we're dying to ourselves, uh, but the Lord sees the spirit. You know, uh, Scripture says that a false balance is an abomination to the Lord. Uh, he, you know, he he uh, he weighs our spirit. He knows uh, he knows what our motives are, 
uh, you know, when we do things. And goodness is something that, you know, as the song says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We need to have goodness uh, in our lives. Uh, but what the devil does so that we don't have the real thing is he teaches us morals. Because, of course, you know, to be a moral person uh, is to be somebody who, you know, watches out for this, that, and the other thing, makes sure that, you know, they don't walk around with their pants halfway draped around their knees. And, and uh, you know, morals are a good thing to have. But morals won't get us to heaven. But part of the attribute of Jesus Christ uh, is goodness. And everywhere he went, he went to spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And what morals will do for us is it will be um, uh, like a garment that we put on. Uh, it's not something that comes from the inside. It is something like the other emotional things that the devil counterfeits. It is something that is taught to us. Uh, and so we put it on as a garment. But after a while, you know, because our flesh stinks, uh, that garment starts to stink. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny that the uh, Word of God tells us that the children of the world are wiser uh, than the children of light. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what's happened with, uh, with a lot of believers. Um, you know, I don't know if their, if their brain has fallen out of their head or if they've got such a fragmented soul. You know, years ago, the world used to hate the Christian, hate the church because we convicted it of sin. Now, we didn't do that because we ran around uh, and, and shot off our mouth like a cannon. Because, by the way, you know, the Word of God calls us to be lighthouses. And lighthouses don't have cannons in them. So uh, the best way for us to demonstrate our Christianity uh, is not to uh, be boastful about it or to, you know, to be proud, uh, but it's to live it. It's to, people will know, people will see there is something different about us. And a lot of people have morals today, but goodness, goodness operates even when bad is around. See, morals won't do that. Morals will, it'll hold you back. Um, you know, there, there's, there's boundaries to all these counterfeits that the devil has. But goodness will, will go into any situation at any time because it knows it has the Lord, uh, you know, that the Lord has your back uh, in doing that. And so uh, the devil counterfeits goodness with morals. Now, again, brothers and sisters, these things, good works, happiness, tranquility, tolerance, manners, morals, are okay to have in our lives, but they they don't improve our Christianity because they're counterfeits uh, of the real thing. Uh, now the next uh, the next part of the fruit uh, is faith, and so we're, what are we what are we told? I mean, in, you know, in Scripture we know that without faith, you know, it's impossible to please God. Uh, we know that uh, um, um, uh, over in uh, in uh, Numbers twelve. Uh, we know that faith, you know, Moses, uh, he said, here, you know, he was preaching, he says, hear now my words, if there be a prophet amongst you, he says, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and I will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses uh, is not so, who is faithful in all mine house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth. Moses had faith that went beyond the pale. Um, you know, our faith many times uh, is, is counterfeited in our lives 
with blind trust. You know, because somebody's a preacher, we're supposed to trust them. Uh, because somebody says that they're a Christian, we're supposed to trust them. Uh, we don't. We don't have to. Uh, you know, we just have to, uh, as the church says today. Uh, you know, well, here, you know, this is what the Word of God says. Now, just walking out in faith. Well, that, that's not what they're saying. What they're saying is they want you to have blind trust in what they're telling you. The Berean Christians, you know, over in the Book of Acts, um, the um, uh, the um, Acts tells us that uh, the Berean Christians were more noble than uh, those of Thessalonica uh, because the Berean Christians not only heard the word of God from Paul, but then they went and they checked it out to make sure that it's true. And and our blind faith towards people uh, has gotten the church and many, many Christians into a whole lot of trouble. Uh, you know, it, when we don't have teachers, you know, one of the, one of the greatest things that could happen to me uh, in my Christianity is, of course, coming to this church. Because I got a chance to, you know, sit under the teachings of Pastor Worley, I got a chance to to know him uh, very closely, actually, uh, and because of that, um, I emulated these things. You know, you know, Paul Paul says I'm I'm not trying to be like Pastor Worley, just like we're not trying to be like the Apostle Paul when we quote from him. But Paul says, you know, be like me. He's not saying to be like him. He, he says be like a uh, he like he is in his Christianity. Well, uh, you know, I learned some of these things from Pastor Worley, and I found out that so many of the things that I was so gullible about were, were just were just ridiculous. And I used to think he was almost too harsh until I found out that he was right every single time. And, and you know, brothers and sisters, uh, just because something shouts hallelujah, hip to do, you know, Jesus is Lord, uh, it could be a demon. And so we need to check things out. We can't have blind faith or blind trust uh, in people. Um, we need to make sure that, uh, that you know, the Word of God uh, is being followed. Uh, years ago, I learned uh, it's not what a person says, it's what he believes. And it just takes a little while to find out uh, what somebody believes. And so instead of putting blind uh, trust in somebody... Uh, that's what the devil uses to counterfeit faith because, you know, we know that we've got to have faith uh, to please God. And, uh, um, you know, Stephen, uh, over in Acts chapter 6, um, verse 3, it says, Wherefore, brethren, uh, look ye out amongst you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, uh, who we may appoint over this business, the business of, of um, the food and, and the administrative part of the ministry, uh, so that the uh, disciples could go out and, and witness. Uh, but uh, we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the Word. Uh, and the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. We need to have in our heads. Now, we don't have to be full of faith, but we have to be on the road. We, we have to be persevering. You know, Paul, Paul over in uh, Philippians 3, uh, he says uh, in verse, 11, in verse uh, 10, he says, I just want to know Jesus. He wants to experience him and the power, the dynamite of his resurrection, the fellowship, the brokenness of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Can we actually say those things? Is this, is this truly what we want in our lives? It's what I want in my life. 
being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Paul knew that he was so unworthy, as we all are, of salvation. And so he wanted to at least be a good Christian, an upright Christian, uh, to show the Lord that, that he was serious. He says, not as though I already attained, either were already perfect or mature. He says, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which I am also apprehended of Christ. And he says, brethren, I count not myself to have already apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, I'm reaching forth unto those things which are before me, and I press towards the mark, the finishing line, for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Paul put aside his education. Now, is there anything wrong with education? Absolutely not. Uh, you know, school, uh, you know, is a good discipline uh, in our lives, but it doesn't make us a better Christian. In fact, everything that Paul had, you know, uh, Paul he sat under Gamaliel, the the, the best teacher of the day. Uh, you know, he was he was of the intimate tribe of Benjamin. You know, he was a Pharisee when it came to the righteousness of the law. He was blameless. The guy was good. In fact, the reason he went out persecuting Christians is because he saw the church as an enemy of God. And and so, I mean, Paul was in all in all respects a good man, pedigreed, papered. You know, I mean, the guy was just outstanding in everything that he did. And he put it all behind him for the excellency of the knowledge, for the excellency of the knowledge and the power, the dunamis of the Lord Jesus Christ. And brothers and sisters, that's what we need to do. You know, we have different backgrounds, uh, how we're raised, uh, people that we've been around. Maybe we've rubbed shoulders with big people. Maybe we've come from, from you know, real popular churches or, or, you know, maybe we've got, you know, maybe we've got a bachelor's or a master's or, or whatever. But you know something, brothers and sisters, if we don't know the Word of God, now, I'm not talking about the words of the Word of God. If we don't have, as Peter said, these things in us and abounding, we're going to be barren. It, 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 women understand that word barren. We're going to be barren or unfruitful in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And you know what kind of knowledge we're going to have? Our own. We're going to be, uh, we're going to be filled with our own self. In fact, that's uh, one of the topics that's going to be at our workshop. Uh, and that that's um, those people who um, look at deliverance or look at the Word of God um, uh, as, uh, you know, they're following Satan in many ways uh, and not Christ. And that's because the devil has counterfeited so much Christianity. And the poor pastors, they they don't know any different. I don't know, I don't know how they can read the Word of God uh, and not even accidentally fall into some of this stuff. Uh, but uh, so we're going to move on from faith to meekness real quick. Uh, and um, uh, meekness, wow, uh, uh, the first beatitude is blessed are those uh, who are poor in spirit, uh, uh, for those, uh, for theirs shall be, uh, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. By the way, to be poor in spirit is in the Greek, I'm sorry, in the Hebrew means that you can do, you can do nothing and you can be nothing because you are nothing. See, once we realize that it's all of Jesus, and that without Jesus we can't do anything? See, that's when we get to be uh, poor in spirit. But blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. We need to have meekness in our lives. 
our meekness once again goes along with that with that ever so wonderful uh, gift that the Lord gave us and that he wants us to perfect in our lives, uh, that he wants us to be mature on. Um, um, and, and that's... <laughs> um, it's the, it's the knowledge of Jesus Christ, but uh, it, it comes forth uh, in wisdom, knowledge, understanding, direction, uh, discernment, uh, and discretion. Uh, and so meekness is very important uh, for our lives. And so the devil teaches us to be passive. If we just will be passive, you know, live and not live. You've seen the bumper sticker. You know, well, you know, this brother, you know, he's into this kind of music, and, and this sister, you know, she's into this kind of teaching, and, and uh, you know, they're, they're Christians, and... and well, are they? Are they really? Do you know that uh, Word Faith teaches uh, what's called uh, uh, the JDS heresy, that Jesus died spiritually? Uh, you know, Kenneth Copeland teaches that uh, um, when uh, Jesus was on the cross and he said it was finished, it really wasn't, uh, that he had to, now I'm quoting, he had to uh, go into hell to be kicked around by the devil and the demons for three days and three nights, and just as his wormy little body was about to die, God breathed into him the breath of life. Jesus became born again in hell, and he came back then with the keys of hell and death. Now, for somebody who doesn't read their Bible, that may sound intriguing, except for one thing. That's not in the Scripture, because that's not what happened. When Jesus said it was finished at Calvary, it was done. He paid the price for sin. It was the physical death on the cross that paid the price of sin. And let me take this one step further, because if you believe that Jesus died spiritually, you deny the blood sacrifice. And if you deny the blood sacrifice, you're lost and in your sins. And, and there are people out there that, that have bizarre doctrines that they've picked up from, from different people, different preachers, that aren't in the Word of God. They have another Jesus. You know, Paul, Paul is so adamant about this, brothers and sisters. Uh, and, and I'm just like a broken record in the church uh, concerning this. Uh, Paul says that uh, in uh, verse 8 of Galatians chapter 1, he says, Though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which has been preached, let him be accursed. It, it means let him be cut off and sent to hell. And then the very next verse, he said, he just repeats the same thing. He says, let them, let them be cut off and sent to hell. And if you don't think doctrine is important, doctrine is, is I mean, Paul told Timothy that, that doctrine was, was imperative. I mean, doctrine is, is the foundation of truth in our lives. But you can't have a different truth than I have. See, we've all got to have the same truth, which is Jesus Christ. And then we get into all these other doctrines, you know. Uh, I, I know that, you know, every time I mention about loss of salvation, but, you know, have you ever thought about it that, you know, if you believe you can lose your salvation? See, well, what did you believe to get saved? Because if you had to have a belief to get saved, that Jesus Christ paid the price of sins, uh, that he paid the price of sin, that, that you know, he, he was the sinless uh, Lamb of God, then... If you lose it, then maybe your belief really wasn't what it should be. And if it wasn't what it should be, maybe you weren't saved to begin with. You know, the problem today, brothers and sisters, in the church isn't loss of salvation. It's salvation, period. Hell's going to be filled 
with people who have asked Jesus into their heart. The rogue line uh, uh, from the Southern Baptists. They're 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 doing all they're counterfeit. All their fruit is counterfeited. You know, they they go home. They're they're intolerant. They uh, they beat their wives. They they yell at their children. They they kick the cat. Uh, you know, the the, the women are drinking or, or carousing around. You know, the ch- the children are all wild, and and you'd never know that the word of God resided in their home at all. Well, maybe it doesn't. So if you had to believe to get saved, and then you believe something different to get lost. Maybe you didn't believe correctly to begin with. Uh, just food for thought. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, so the devil wants to fill us with passivity uh, instead of having meekness. Because, again, passivity is a garment we put on. Uh, and the last but not least uh, is temperance. And, of course, temperance, um, uh, you ever buy a, a cheap tool uh, and, you, you know, you put a little pressure on it uh, and it breaks or, or it bends? And that's because it's not tempered correctly. Uh, The way you temper a piece of steel is you heat it up. And that's what the Word of God does to us. It heats us up. Uh, uh, As Steve Green sang, you know, uh, we're hammered on the anvil of his love because the Lord heats us up. He doesn't care how we we feel about his Word. You know, he, 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 he doesn't care about our feelings in that aspect. He cares about our faith, just like a policeman doesn't care if red is your favorite color and you just go right through it, uh, you know, when you're driving. Well, I just feel that that's, you know, that's a good color for me. The policeman's not going to care. Well, God doesn't really care how we feel uh, about the truth of his word. He cares about what we do with the truth of his word. And as we do the truth of his word, he heats us up. And then, and then he, he changes us, he transforms us uh, as we die to ourselves. And so we've got to have temperance in our lives to, to be able to withstand people when we're talking to them, when, when the naysayers are out there. Uh, and so what does the devil do to counterfeit this? He teaches us self-constraint. Now just constrain yourself, okay? It's okay, it'll, it'll be over soon. But what if it's not? The only thing that's going to take us through the hard times is love, joy, peace. Long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, uh, temperance, meekness, all these things are the true and the real. Uh, the, uh, the good works, the happiness, tranquility, tolerance, manners, morals, blind trust, passivity, self, self-constraint. While those things may be good in our lives as a mortal, they don't do anything for us in our Christianity. They're counterfeits of the fruit of the Spirit. And many people today are walking around in churches you know, I, 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 heard a, I heard a preacher, he had, he had 7,000 in his church, uh, and he estimated over half his church. He was a Baptist preacher. He estimated over half his church wasn't saved. Uh, in some of my early meetings, I, I, met, a, uh, I met a Baptist, uh, an assistant pastor, uh, in a meeting. He had 1,000, he told me, in his church, and he estimated that over 50% of the church wasn't saved. That's what the problem is, brothers and sisters. The problem today is that is that the pulpits have grown cold and silent, and they're teaching the, the works of the devil uh, to, uh, to uh, counterfeit uh, the fruit of the Spirit. Why? Because it's not there. Or if it is there, if the person is saved, they're so loaded down with, with a, a Bible version that, 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 you know, uh, that takes out uh, things about Jesus Christ, uh, or they're in a denomination uh, which is run by men, 
which which you know love money, uh, and of course you know that's why the assemblies of God they're going to usher in the antichrist. You know, I mean, to, to, to even believe that a demon, uh, that a Christian can have a demon, you'll be thrown out uh, of the church. If you're the pastor, I, I, know, I know preachers who were thrown out of the denomination because they believed in deliverance. So uh, we've got to follow the Word of God for what it says and watch out for all these counterfeits. And these are just a few of them. There's a whole bunch more out there. Uh, so uh, with that, I hope you uh, enjoyed uh, the teaching. Father, I just ask that you would uh, anchor the truth of your Word in our hearts. Father, let us all be Berean uh, brothers and sisters uh, and go forth, Father, and check out the things uh, that I've been talking about. Uh, and, Lord, so that, uh, so that you can anchor this truth uh, into our hearts. Satan, we just rebuke you right now uh, from trying to uh, cloud over uh, or to make manifest uh, any of the uh, false fruit. Uh, we ask, Father, that you would deliver us tonight of the false fruit. And anything else, Father, that, that uh, is bringing harm to our souls, uh, Father, let the phone lines uh, light up, Father, and let everybody receive abundantly from your hand tonight, Father. Thank you so much for your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Folks, we're going to take uh, one more break, about a three, four-minute break, and then we're going to come back and take your call. So if you need prayer tonight, we're, we've got open lines, and uh, we're here for you. God bless everyone Amen. for tuning in. We'll be right back. Dial area code 917-889-2745 and press option 1 on your phone. To listen live to Omega Man Radio from your cell phone, dial 917-889-2745. From coast to coast and worldwide on the Internet, this is Omega Man Radio. Welcome back to Omega Man Radio. Uh, If you enjoyed those songs, that was uh, Paul Lisney singing uh, Deliver Me Jesus. And one of my favorite singers of all time, a brother who was struck by lightning, filled with the Holy Spirit, and given a tenor voice that sounds better than Pavarotti. That was Freddie Haler from his music CD called Song of Angels 2, which is available up on iTunes. Again, Song of Angels 2, Freddie Haler, H-A-Y-L-E-R. Well, folks, we've got open lines tonight. Uh, It's wide open, 917-889-2745. We're going to get the pastor back on. Pastor Michael? Hey, good evening, Shannon. God bless you. Let's go to our uh, first caller from area code 904. Area code 904, you're on the air. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm doing fine. How are you? Praise the Lord, brother. What's your first name? Bobby. Bobby, it's a pleasure to have you on, brother. Good evening, Bobby. Hey, how you doing? Doing real good, brother. Tell us what's going on, brother. Uh, well, I, I'll tell you uh, briefly. Well, I've I've been going hard for God for for a long time. Um, I've been married since uh, 2005, and ever since I've been going hard for God since '07, um, I've really been getting kind of like persecuted for living for Christ. I mean, and it's kind of like. Um, Right now, you know, me and my my and myself have been through some things last year, and he decided, you know, go hard for God or anything, and it's just been like a lot. Bobby, Bobby, are you getting persecuted in your own home? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. And and you know, it's like just feeling 
uh, just rejection and just, just feeling a lot of stuff, you know, because it's like, you know, only thing I ever hear, like the other day, she, I had a dream about her, and um, the dream was it was a, a little small demon, and it was in the form of a female, and it, it looked at me and told me to tell Jesus, F you, and threw up a middle finger in, in my face. And, uh, you know, I had, after we had, after I seen that, I was just praying and just asking God what it was, and he just been, you know, kind of showing me rebellion and stuff like that, but I'm, I've been getting, like, persecuted big time, and um, she wanted to divorce me, and I've been, I've been really fighting and standing strong for God for the last six years, you know, and it's like, still. Well, Bobby, let me, let me encourage you for a minute, brother. Um, first off, um, that's, even though, you know, the scripture says that, you know, no, no tribulation for the moment, you know, or at the moment, you know, seems, seems good. Uh, but it, it brings, it brings forth, uh, what's called like a peaceable fruit. And, uh, you're only getting persecuted because you're probably doing something right. Um, and, you know, the devil's just reacting to that. Uh, it's unfortunate that, uh, you know, it, it works both for men as it does for women that, uh, because of the lateness of the hour, um, you know the devil's pulled out all the stops, and and uh, the men are, are the men are actually more effeminate today than they've ever been, and the women are more masculine. Uh, and um, you know, there's just a lot of times uh, that uh, we're not able to, uh, even if we speak the truth in love, uh, we're not able to present things to our spouses. Uh, but that's where uh, over in First um, uh, Peter, uh, Peter tells us that. Uh, well, he's telling the women that they can, if their husbands aren't saved, that the ladies can witness to them without saying a word by being obedient, by being what the Word of God calls them to be. And while while that's true for the women, that's also true for the men. Um, uh, in in the in the bigger picture, uh, is if you'll be the Bible and not say the Bible uh, to your wife. Uh, she'll notice something. She'll be convicted uh, by that truth. But you know, today the ladies, it, it's it's you know, it's difficult for them to uh, to submit sometimes, depending on you know what they've been into uh, in the past. But brother, the closer you walk with the Lord, the serious, the more serious you get with with Jesus, uh, the more distant everything else is going to become to you, friends and family. Um, because a lot of people don't go down those roads of intimacy with the Lord. Uh, and there's a, there's a little known verse. In fact, I would venture to say that almost nobody knows this verse. Uh, and it's over in, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, uh, and verse 29. Paul says, uh, this I say, brethren, that the time is short, and so what remains, that both they that have wives be as though they had none. Now, that doesn't mean that we're to chuck our marriages. We're men, and God has equipped us to fight. We're, you know, uh, while, while the women are very complex uh, in their thinking uh, and, you know, in the way they go about and doing things, which is how God gifted them, God has also gifted us uh, with fortitude, uh, with, uh, with um, uh, a... Um, 
uh, a determination uh, that, uh, you know, men are like dump trucks. You know, sometimes the more weight that's on us, uh, the better off we do. And so we don't chuck our marriage, uh, but we get close to the Lord. No, we still do what we need to, to love our wives as Christ loved the church and to be an example. But why don't you just try being the Bible uh, for her uh, and not, not talking to her about it? Uh, and that'll take the wind out of her sails to, you know, to be able to, demons are going to have to find something else to argue with you about. But then bind and loose. Bind the spirits of Jezebel, bind the spirits of rebellion, bind the spirits that, that are working in the heavenlies over your home, over your wife, over you. Uh, I don't know, you know, maybe you've been into things in the past where, you know, the devil may already have an open door uh, in your life. Uh, find out, you know, um, more about the deliverance ministry. You know, find out how to close these doors in your life. Uh, and then, you know, you take more ground away from the devil. And James tells us that, you know, uh, as we as we submit ourselves unto God, uh, there's that Peter, uh, we submit ourselves unto God, we, we resist the devil, uh, and he'll flee from us. Uh, and so by submitting is, you know, be the Bible for your wife. Because those demons are just reacting to what you're saying. And, and you'll never get ahead when, when, they're, when they're in control. Well, I, I I have I have I have been living I have been living before, and it's just certain things like I tell her I don't approve of. Like she still want to go to the club, and you know, actually, when I had the dream about her, it was after she had came from the club uh, at four o'clock in the morning, and uh, I had that dream about that devil that you know was like tell you know Jesus f you because you know. Yeah, but you know, Bobby, your your wife already knows that you don't approve, and so she do it anyway. this, this well, this is how the de- you know instead of instead of your marriage completing, instead of you and your wife completing each other, you're competing against each other, and this is this is a classic trick uh, of the devil, and so she already knows that you don't approve. Uh, why don't you uh, Why don't you try and you know uh, throw throw her a curveball, uh, and uh, the next time she goes out, just say, "Honey, you know, please please be safe," or you know, say something. You know, the the scripture tells us that a kind uh, a kind word or a kind answer turns away wrath. Um, say something nice to her. Um, you know, nothing convicting from from the Bible, because the demons are just going to react to that. Take the wind out of their sails. Beat them at their own game. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe uh, I might be dealing with um, maybe some unforgiveness and stuff because, like, sure. early uh, early last year, um, she, uh, you know, she got into some, you know, just, you know, sending nasty pictures to to, to another guy, and uh, yeah, I found out about it, and, you know, she she moved out, and she wanted to move out, and this, that, and other, and she said she wanted to come back, so, you know, uh, I forgave her, and I let her come back, and ever since she came back, it, it, it hasn't got any better, you know, since then, like, you think it's going good, and then it, it just different things for her, like she constantly telling me that she can't stand being married. She don't want to be married. Uh, she wish she never got married. She wish she never, you know. It's, it's, it's been this cycle going on for the last six years. Sure. You know, just 
I, I just don't want to be married. I, I, you're just not the one for me. And, you know, and you're too on fire for God. I'm not, you know, I don't desire to be on fire for God right now. I don't, that's just not me. I want to have fun. You know, you robbed me of my, my fun. You experienced this. Yeah. And well, you, well, Bobby, you, it, you know, it, it's never too late, you know, to, to uh, you know, change a direction as long as it's in the Lord. Because the Lord can make up any any time that's lost, um, and uh, you know, I'd I'd be foolish to tell you that uh, you know it's going to work out all the problems in your marriage. You know, mar- divorce in the church is, is about sixty three, sixty four percent now. So um, you know, it, it's a, it's at epidemic uh, levels right now. But again, if you if you beat them at their own game, you know, instead of instead of being uh, an abrasive for her. Um, you know, she already knows, you know, just don't play into that, number one. Number two, you do need to protect yourself. You know, we need to forgive, but that doesn't mean we forget. You know, these, right. things, these things scar our hearts. Now, over in Psalm 147, the Lord says he heals those that are broken in heart, and he binds up our wounds. And that's a great, uh, that's, that's uh, Psalm 147, I believe, verse 2. And it might be it might be verse three. Let me check real quick. But uh, Bobby, if you'll pray that, um, let me literally pray and say, Lord, you know, your word says that you know you heal those that are broken in heart. And Lord, my heart's broken over my wife doing these things. And and because you need to you need to get this area. You know, if you're dealing in unforgiveness. Um, well, I tell you what. There's there's, there's two areas uh, when it comes to demons. Uh, they just they just have a field day over. One is the occult, and the other one is unforgiveness. Uh, you know, we have to forgive. Now, that doesn't mean we forget, and that doesn't mean that we won't have feelings. But it's all an act of our will, and God has um, uh, equipped you as a man uh, to um, to be able to you know utilize these truths. Uh, no matter what your wife does, because you know even even if the problem was something different, you know other than what you're telling me that it is, the only person you can change uh, is yourself. Uh, and so you know if you uh, if you pray, you know it's Lord. Um, um, let's see, it's verse three, Psalm one forty seven, verse three. He healeth the broken in heart, and he binds up uh, their wounds. Uh, you can also um, those imaginations, those thoughts that come to you about, you know, what maybe what's going on, or you know, because the demons right, will try right. and torment torment you in your mind. Right, right, uh, right. That's what happens. If, if you if you'll exercise, go ahead. No, that's what happens to me. It's like yeah. ever since that happened, it's always like when she says she's going out with a girl to the club, but I wonder who she's saying it. You know, she yeah. already told me she, you know, enjoyed flirting sometimes. You know, and she don't wear yeah. a wedding ring and stuff like that. You know, so I'll be having Bobby, a lot uh, of for a minute there, yeah. I thought you were reading a uh, page out of the book of my own life. <laughs> I no, can sir. empathize with everything that uh, you're saying right there. And uh, I tell you, it got so bad that uh, one day the Lord told me to pack my bags and walk. And uh, I, I suspected adultery. I couldn't prove it. And uh, I knew that uh, outside of um, adultery, I didn't have any grounds to divorce. And I said, but God, there's all these other signals going on. And literally, I I almost did something that I, I would have repented for and later, and that is to have, to have divorced, and I had no proof. And 
One day it got so bad, God just told me to pack my bags and leave. And uh, what I suspected actually had come to pass. Yes, and, you know, I was faced with an option. What am I going to do? I realized I was unequally yoked. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, I realized I had to forgive. And I was at the uh, point in life, well, do I throw in the towel on a marriage? Or do I uh, realize that what it is, it's, uh, it's demonic spirits trying to take out my spouse. And uh, am I going to be man enough to get in there and, and fight this battle, which has uh, exploded in my own home? And, you know, I just I took authority over it as the husband, started binding the strong man in her, binding the foul spirits, covering her with the blood of Jesus, and the battle's not over yet. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm battling for the soul of someone here that I believe that uh, can be plucked out of the fire. And there's many of you out there that are having problems. Many of you, as you get into the ministry, you find out that uh, Satan will activate a sleeper cell. Uh, maybe it's uh, your wife. She'll be Jezebel. If you're living for the Lord's sisters and your husband's not, uh, demonic spirit can activate in your husband, vice versa. Anything that cause you to uh, lose sight of what God has called you to do and just go sit on the sidelines. And ultimately, folks, if it costs you your marriage, you cannot uh, forsake um, working for the Lord. You know, the Lord says... Oh, that, that's, where that, that's where that verse in 1 Corinthians 7 comes in. Hey, Bobby, just real quick, one, one more thing. Because you're the man, um, you're also built to, you know, take things a little bit more than the gals. They're, they're more, um, you know, they're, they're like a vase. We're like a, you know, we're like a, a bucket. And, you know, both hold water, but uh, you can kick the bucket around pretty good, but you can't do that with a vase. Um, you're the man. And whatever... You know, you can only do what you can do in the Lord. And so whatever decision you go with in the future, uh, just make sure that, uh, you know, that you've talked to the Lord about it. Don't worry about what anybody else says, number one. Uh, and number two, you if, you, if there's any way for your marriage to work, if there's, if there's going to be the, the most minute opportunity for your marriage to work, it's going to come through you, and it's going to come through you doing the right thing by not throwing gas on a fire. And and brother, you know I, I you know I've had issues uh, in my marriage. Everybody has. In fact, when uh, uh, years ago, my wife said, you know, she wrote a couple names down on a piece of paper uh, to pray, uh, you know, for some friends of ours that were having some marriage problems, and and within a month there were there were like twenty five people on the page. And, you know, all of a sudden, it's like everybody. It's everywhere. Um, yeah, it is. But it doesn't negate us still doing the right thing to the best of our ability. Amen. I mean, I realize that a man can only take so much, brother, and that's between you and the Lord. But there are tools and weapons in the Word of God that can help you out, number one. And number two, yes. beat those lying demons at their own game. Don't give them anything to go off of. Right. And and watch watch those demons spin as they try and come up with something else uh, to nail you on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just aggravate them by by just saying, "Well, well, honey, uh, you be careful tonight, okay?" I mean, she's going to look at you like like your brain fell out of your head or something because she's <laughs> expecting she's expecting to hear, "Yeah, you know, I don't like that." Well, she already knows that, and those demons are just playing games with you. Beat them at their own game. Yeah. Bobby, I would. Uh, oh, go ahead. 
I just would add to that, uh, I'd fight for it. Uh, realize you are uh, dealing with uh, demonic spirits, and just keep covering them with the blood of Jesus. Keep binding those foul spirits. Loosen the um, ministering spirits of God. Loosing the spirit of adoption into your wife, and just Amen. You know, uh, covering your threshold with the blood of Jesus to your house. Everything that comes through is covered hey, with the blood of Jesus. Bobby, does yes, your wife know the Lord? Yes, she does, and that's the thing. She know the Lord, and she, you know, I was praying one day, and she told me, uh, "I don't have a demon. I'm not demonized, you know, and uh, I, I'm saved." I have you, have have you told her she's got demons? <laughs> well, when have you told her that she might have a demon or two? Yeah, we was talking out of her one day, and I said, I, I think you uh, have one. And yeah. she was like, I'm saved. I can't have one. Well, you pulled and the ripcord, brother. If you hear it, and you say, I'll find you in Jesus' name. <laughs> and that's what I did. And that's what I did. And then it was like she just started getting real angry, storming out the house. And ever since then, she's been talking about, I just got to get out of this house. I want a divorce. Yeah, you, 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 so now all you talk to, brother, is a demon. Instead of right. talking to your wife, all you're doing is talking to a demon. Beat them at their own game. Yeah, she told me I was crazy because I was casting the devil out of her, and she was like, "You're crazy. I'm not. I'm not demon possessed. I don't have a devil, and uh, I, I'm not demon. Hey, Bobby, I'm crazy." Bobby, seriously, you know, I I don't know what conversation you have, you know, at home with your wife. You know, maybe you sit and pray out loud, you know, so she can hear you. You can still pray, but I would suggest, brother, that that you, you know you go underground. Uh, just just yes, you know, pray to yourself, uh, pray pray in your closet, so to speak. Uh, and 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 she, she, she'll never know what hit her, and neither, yes, and neither will those demons. Um, all you're all you're doing by by telling her about demons and all this, all you're talking to is a demon. Uh, that, that's, yes, that's kind of what's you know surfaced here, and and again, you know, you can't counsel a demon out. Uh, you, you know, you can't convince them of anything. Uh, they're going to do what they're going to do, but uh, you can beat them at their own game if you're wise. Yes, sir. you know the uh, the best thing to do, Bobby, is concentrate uh, on yourself, get as much deliverance as you can, and then the more and more delivered you get, the better you're going to be able to to, to discern uh, the best route of attack to attack that enemy. What are you struggling with tonight, brother? We can pray for you about. Uh, like I said, uh, the, the rejection, uh, you know, the, the, the physical intimacy is not there. So I'm dealing with, not, I don't look at nothing, but you know, the enemy put those thoughts in your head, like your spouse ain't doing this with you or doing that with you. So, you know, I'm getting attacked in that area, you know, sometimes cause I did forgive her, but it's like, you know, how you forgive a person and it, you, everything is going well. And then they, they keep bringing stuff up, new stuff keep popping up, and it's like you just keep getting wounded. You know, you, you're getting built up because I, I do gospel rap, so I minister. So it's like, I, I, you know, it, I, like I say, I just know in my heart I was I kept telling myself I need to call, I need to get prayer because, you know, sometimes you get discouraged when you're ministering and you got well, listen, there's a lot of things that we can pray for tonight, but uh, let me mention one more thing. I recently went through a difficult time uh, with my wife, and, you know, we were we were button heads, and, and so, I, you know, I understand, you know, it, it, was, it was pretty hot and heavy sometimes. Um, and then the Lord spoke to me, and he said, Son, I want you to stop arguing with your wife. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> so, right. you know, so I did. I, I stopped arguing, 
And I mean, not only did that take a lot of wind out of the sails, but it was about two weeks later that that uh, something came up in the conversation. And before you know it, we were arguing. And the Lord said, "Son, you're arguing with your wife." And so I stopped and I and I said, "Honey, I said I'm sorry. I told you that I didn't want to, you know, argue anymore. So I just want to apologize that, you know, I was arguing with you." And when I did that, brother, I I I'm not at liberty to tell you what the Lord did for me and what he told me but i mean he met me at a need that only he could take care of and he did that because i did the right thing i i listened to him to the best of my ability and i stopped arguing with my wife i didn't you know i didn't bother to tell her anymore you know if i saw things differently she already knew that stuff and the lord blessed my socks off brother it was a personal thing that the lord did for me um and so you know and it was probably just you know for him to show me that you know you know see what i can do when you know when i listen so um because you can't argue with a demon they'll they'll you know They'll they'll argue you out every time, but I'd love to pray with you tonight. If, oh yeah, sure. Okay. That's what I call. Oh yeah, oh yes, sir. That's the main reason I call. Because the only thing Thank I can say is rejection and other things. That's the only thing I know. But I know the Holy Spirit will reveal other things in my heart that I might not know I'm dealing with. You know, so okay. I'm, well, I'm, Father, I'm, in, in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for uh, uh, for the miracle of, of modern yes. communication. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Shannon. You need to say something. Oh, no. Praise God for Bobby. Okay. Go ahead, brother. Okay. Amen. And, and Father, um, we ask that you would meet Bobby uh, at his need tonight, Father. Uh, Lord, we know there's going to be fragmentation of his soul here. We know there's going to be hurts, disappointments, brokenheartedness, grief, sorrow, torment, torture. We rebuke these spirits right now from off of Bobby in Jesus Christ's name. We bind the strong man, everyone of Satan's strongholds, from off of Bobby, from off of his home, uh, Lord, and from uh, Lord, we know that you can only bless the areas in our lives that are right. And so, whatever whatever is right in, in Bobby's life, Father, uh, we do, we bind the spirits that are trying to uh, hurt those areas, Father. Uh, and we pray that you would give Bobby deliverance uh, from those other areas, Father, so that he can get those things uh, under the blood also in Jesus' name. But, Father, every spirit of, uh, that has fragmented his soul, Father, uh, every every spirit of terror, uh, every spirit of torment and torture, Father, uh, every spirit that, that lies to him, that, that, uh, that uh, tells him that his wife's doing this, that, or the other thing when she goes out of the house, uh, Lord, we don't know what she's doing, uh, and so we want to gag these demons tonight, Father, and command them from st- uh, to uh, stop uh, communicating with Bobby uh, if they're on uh, the outside and if they're on the inside, Father. We rebuke you right now in Jesus Christ's name, and we command you to loose my brother and let him go in Jesus Christ's name. And, Father, we pray that instantaneously upon the demons leaving that they'll go to wherever Jesus tells them to go, uh, and we pray for the Holy Spirit, Father, to, to make his abode, make his home, Father, in those areas where these demons have left. Every spirit of hurt, brokenheartedness, grief, sorrow, torment, torture. You come out of my brother's heart. You come out of my brother's heart right now in Jesus Christ's name. Come on, all the hurts, all the disappointments. Move. Move out right now. Don't you hurt him anymore. Don't you hurt him anymore. Just get out of him right now. Don't tear him. Don't hurt him. Just get out right now in Jesus' name. Move out. Move. Move in Jesus' name. Move. Ah, demons, music to my ears. Music to my ears, demon. You just keep on screaming. Get out right now in Jesus' name. 
school. I'll be sleeping better tonight, demon. Get out. Get out right now. Get out. Every spirit that's fragmenting Bobby's mind, will, and emotions, Father, we pray that you would that you would bring back and, and restore unto Bobby every part of his fragmented mind, will, or emotion, Father, in Jesus Christ's name. And, and Father, all the spirits that are that are hanging on to this, Father, to to tell Bobby this is never going to change, that this is going to be like this for the rest of his life. We rebuke you, lying spirits, right now in Jesus Christ's name. I get out of. Get on right now in Jesus' name. Move, demon. Move. Move. There's no rest for the wicked. The light of the wicked shall be put out. The spark of their fire shall not shine. Get out. Move. Move. Father, your word says to let them be confounded and put to shame that are seeking after Bobby's soul. Let them be turned back and brought to destruction that are devising his hurt. You get out right now, demon, in Jesus Christ's name. Father, we curse these demons at at their foundation. Uh, We pray, Father, that all their legal grounds and legal rights would be broken up right now in Jesus Christ's name. Just get out of them, demon. Get out. Move. Move. I'm not impressed, demon. Just get out. Move. You ain't nothing but a demon. Move. Move. Get out right now in Jesus Christ's name. You get out of Bobby's life. He doesn't want you. He doesn't want anything to do with you. Move. You get out of his home. You get out of his wife. We pray in proxy for his wife also in Jesus' name. You, you get out of his wife in Jesus Christ's name. Move. You get out of his marriage. All the marriage-breaking spirits, all the spirits of divorce, separation, get out right now. In Jesus' name, move, move. There's no rest for you, demon. Move, move right now. Move. Don't you hurt him. Don't you tear him. Don't you do anything. You just get out. In Jesus' name, move. Father, we ask that you'd send forth your angels, Father, with hooks, and and put the hooks in the jaws of the demons, Father, and draw them out. In Jesus' name, we pray for your Shekinah glory, Father, to shine on the inside, burning these demons out. Father, we pray that you'd give them a taste of of their eternal damnation. Father, let them taste hellfire tonight. In Jesus' name, Father, remind them, we remind them right now of where you're going. You're gonna be you're gonna be a potato chip pretty soon, demon. You're gonna be a crispy critter. Now get out of them. Get out of them right now in Jesus' name. Move, 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 move. Get out of him. Get out. Get out of the pit of his stomach. Get out of the pit of his stomach right now in Jesus' name. Come out of him in Jesus' move. name. Move in Jesus' name. All the hurts, all the disappointments, the grief, sorrow, torment, torture. Move, move. All the spirits of shame. All the spirits of shame. Get out right now in Jesus Christ's name. Move, move out. Get on my brother. Move. Don't you hurt him. Don't you hurt him. Move. Father, we pray for as many angels as we need around Bobby for protection, for safety, Father, in Jesus' name. We pray for the restoration of his mind, will, and emotions in Jesus' name. We pray for the restoration of his marriage, Father. We pray we pray that you would that you would gift him tonight, Father, with wisdom, knowledge, understanding, direction, discernment, and discretion, Father, as we command these demons to continue to come out in Jesus' name. Get out of them right now. You're a usurper. He doesn't want you. The gig's up, demon. He doesn't want anything to do with you. Get out of him. Get out of every part of his life. Get out of every part. Get out of his mind. Every spirit of mind control. All the mind occult, mind binding spirits. Get out of him right now. In Jesus Christ's name. Move out. Move. Move right now. In Jesus Christ's name. Move. Move. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Get out of him. Get out. Get out right now. Move. All the ungodly soul ties, mind ties, sex ties that he has with his wife, are broken right now in Jesus Christ's name. And all the demons that have been transferring back and forth on those soul ties, you got to go right now in Jesus Christ's name. Move. Move. Just breathe them out. Come out of here. Breathe them out, Bobby. Just just rebuke them in your mind. Come out. Remind them they got to go. You have the ultimate authority, Bobby. That's right. Man, go, demon. Man, I'm going to be sleeping good tonight. 
Oh, yeah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Man. Yeah, God, in the name of yeah. Jesus. Hey, Bobby, just, just, just uh, pray in your head. Just pray in your head. Just rebuke them in your mind. Uh, in your mind. They know uh, you have the ultimate authority. Just get out of them. Just loose and let them go right now in Jesus Christ's name. Move on. Get out of my brother. Get out of my brother right now in Jesus Christ's name. Move. Move, move, Father, uh, for, for Bobby's marriage, Lord, we pray that you would, uh, your word tells us that is the engrafted word, which is able to save, heal, uh, and deliver uh, our souls, Father. Uh, and, and, Father, over in Philippians uh, chapter 4, uh, in verse 8, uh, your word tells us that whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there's any virtue in any of these things, Father, any praise, Father, we pray that Bobby can think on these things in Jesus Christ's name, Father. We loose, uh, uh, we loose the truth uh, of of these words, Father, uh, from Your living Word into his life tonight, uh, in Jesus Christ's name. And every foul, wicked spirit that's trying to fragment his soul. That's trying to break up his marriage, all the marriage-breaking spirits, divorce, uh, separation, all the spirits of hatred for wife, bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness. Get out of them right now in Jesus Christ's name. Bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. On, get out of them name. right now in Jesus' name. Move. Move. He doesn't want Come you, out. demon. Didn't you hear him? He doesn't want anything to do with you. Come, Come on. on. Get out of them. Get out right now in Jesus' name. Just, just, just puke them out. Just, just, just let them come out. Let them come out. You can clean up later. Get out right now in Jesus' name. Move. 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 Don't you demon turtle them out. Get out right now in Jesus' name. Move. Move. Get out. Move. Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Come out. All the religious spirits. All the religious spirits. Get out right now in Jesus Christ's name. All the spirits of guilt, shame, condemnation that are coming upon him or that he may be using to try and convict his wife. Father, your word convicts. It is clean, Father. Uh, we, we just let's go. Uh, we Come out, just, Jesus' name. Uh, amen. We we eschew Come out. Uh, uh, guilt, shame, and condemnation. Just get out of body. Get out right now in Jesus' name. Yeah, move, demon. Move. Get out. He doesn't want you. Move. Move. Move out. Come you gotta out, go. How about it, demon? Jesus How about name. it? Clumps of dirt have authority over you. Clumps of dirt have authority over you. Get out. Oh, Jesus, rebuke. Get out. You're a usurper. You don't belong there. Move. Right move. Move. Let's go in Jesus move. Name. Get out right now. Move every spirit. Every spirit that's breaking his heart. Every spirit that's that's you tormenting his mind every time his wife leaves the house. Get out of him right now in Jesus Christ's name. Come out. Move. Move. Move in Jesus Christ's name. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Come on. You got to go. Go, demon. Hey, this music to my ears, demon. I'll be sleeping real well tonight. Just remembering all all of you. You know, you cry now just like you did in the first century church. Just get out right now. In Jesus' name, move. 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 Loose your brother right now. Get out. Jesus get name. out. The Lord Jesus. Come out. Like a battering ram, demon. The Lord Come Jesus out. Christ rebuke you. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Come out. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you, demon. Get out right now. All the fears, all the worry, all the concerns. Move right now in Jesus Christ's name. Move. Move, Father, every spirit working in Bobby that, that draws him away from trusting the truth of your word and putting his faith 
and confidence in you. Father, you are the bishop and shepherd of Bobby's soul. Manifest, come out. We pray, Father, that you would reveal yourself to Bobby in this way, Father, uh, uh, being the bishop and shepherd of his soul. In Jesus Christ's name, just get out of him. Just go, demon. Move. Come out of him right now. Move. You foul, wicked spirits. You are what you are, demon. Come out of him. You know you're just a demon? I mean, demon, do you realize that when it comes to the bottom of the barrel... You're below that. I mean, demon, you make you make whale excrement look good. Come out of him. Come out. You're a demon. That I mean, you realize what you are—a demon. You know that they're they're no better than the flush down the commode. In fact, one day, pretty soon, you're going to be a potato chip, and the smoke of your torment's going to go up forever and ever and ever. And and all the things that you did. Uh, to uh, to hurt Bobby and hurt his marriage, all those things you're you're going to pay for all those things, demon. Right now we're just casting you out in Jesus' name. Oh, Vengeance belongs to the Lord, and, and you're going to be eternally tormented, demon. I just want to remind you of that because when we're in glory forever and ever, a million years from now, you're going to be roasting where you belong, demon. You're going to be roasting where you belong. Move, move. Command every you demon. But a demon. Aren't, aren't you embarrassed, demon? Aren't you embarrassed by being a demon? Jesus Get name. out. Get out in Jesus' name. Move. Jesus' name Move. right now. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Move. These have got a sword Move. that fell. Right now. Amen. Amen. The loose angel down to go to this lowest point with the sword to start stabbing that demon up and out. Amen. Stick them and stab them, angels. In Jesus Christ's name. Father, hack, hack off their legs and tails and, and, and whatever. Father, Father, we pray that you'd brand on their forehead Jesus Christ is Lord. Well, just brand it on their on the demon's forehead, Father, in Jesus Christ's name. Father, your word says that we can see um, our desire upon our enemy. We desire that this that this demon, Father, would be humiliated like like it's humiliated Bobby. Uh, that that it would feel all the things that it did to Bobby. That it would come back, Father. Your word says that those that love cursing, let it return back unto them. Father, the demons love to curse. So let those things come back upon them to destroy them in Jesus Christ's name. Just get out of Bobby's life right now. Get out of his home. Get out of his life. Get out of his wife. Get out of his abode. Get out of out of um, uh, everything he owns. Uh, in Jesus Christ's name, just loose him. Loose him. Let him go, bro. Loose him. We just all communication lines between the enemy right now. We forbid the foul spirits to communicate with one another. Father God, I ask that you would loose your arrows. Dipped in the blood of Jesus to pierce this demon through right now. Amen. It's to discomfit them. Heaven, come down and sting them in Jesus' name. God, go in there and start the spirits. Sort it. Sort it. Drive it out. You foul, wicked spirit. We're seated with Jesus Christ, the highest of the heavenlies, high above Satan. And that means high above you, demon. You're no man, blood of Jesus. Be weak in the blood of Jesus. Angels of God, go in and strip their armor, weapons, and power right now. In Jesus' name. Demons, just keep coming out. You're doing a good job in coming out, so you just keep coming out in Jesus' name. You get out of of every part of Bobby's life in Jesus' name. And you you don't hurt those parts. You, yeah. you don't hurt his throat. Uh, you uh, just get out of him right now in Jesus Christ's name. Move. Uh, move. Move. Uh, Clumps of dirt are defeating you, uh, demon. Just get out right now uh, in Jesus Christ's name. Move. Move. Uh, move. Get out of him right now. Move. Uh, Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke you. Move. Uh, move out. Move. Father, restore every part. Come out. 
Ooh. All witchcraft that came in through his night dreams, we break and cut Ooh. off Amen. in Jesus' name. Loose him right now, foul spirit. Ooh. You fear Amen. rejection, manifest and go right now in Jesus' name. What's your name, Amen. spirit? I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Angels of God, bring it up. Just keep, just keep coming out, demon. You're doing a good job in coming out. Just, just keep coming out in Jesus' name. Move. Move. Go on, demon. Just go. I'm not impressed. Just go. I want you all out. I don't want. I don't. I don't want a tail left. Get out right now in Jesus' name. Move. Move. Move, demon. Move. Every one of you. Every single one of you, demon. Not a one left. Not a one left. Just get out of them. Music to my ears. Come on. Keep crying, demon. Keep crying. This all go to sleep tonight. Get out. Get out in Jesus' name. Move. Spirit, Jesus' name. Move. Move. Father, tor- torment these demons, Father. Let them, let them, let them know, Father, that that uh, uh, two thousand years later, Father, the deliverance ministry is kicking them out in Jesus' name. Move, get out of here! It's all the torment you put on Bobby, sevenfold back in her head. Let him go right now. You have no legal right to be there, do you, demon? Right now, look at the Lord Jesus Christ. Where is He telling you to go, demon? Come out of here, Jesus. Name. I, I think they're coming out, Sam. I think they're pouring out. Praise God. Come get out right now in Jesus' name. Move. Move. Let's, 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 not, let's not hinder the, the pouring. Go on. Father, thank you for the outpouring, the pouring out of the demons in Jesus' name. Just get out of body. Just get out of him. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. You cannot affect him anyway physically. Just get out right now in Jesus' name. Move. Move. Move out. Go on, demon. Go on. You know you want to. You know you want to, demon. Come on, move. move. You know you want to go. Come on, move. Just keep going out, demon. All of you, just keep going out. Every single one of you, move. Cut the roots off. Amen. Amen. Father, make their way slippery, and you are, Lord. Thank you for making their way slippery. Lord, they're just pouring out, Father. We just ask that they would continue to pour out in Jesus' name. Go on, get out of them. Get out of them. He doesn't want anything to do with you. Move. 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 We're going to have a debutante party, demon. We're coming out party. And that's you. You're coming out in Jesus' name. You're coming out in Jesus' name. Move. Go on. Go on. Move. Move, demon. Come on. Amen. Self-rejection, self-condemnation, self-awareness. All those spirits of the self-life, get out of them right now in Jesus' name. Move. Move. You got to go. You got to go, demon. You got to go in Jesus' name. Move. Move, move, go on, go on, demon, get out right now in Jesus' name. He doesn't want you. He doesn't want anything to do with you. Move, move out, move in Jesus' name. Move, move. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. Get out, get out right now in Jesus' name. Move. Father God, we move also on. break the curse of the bastard, going back ten generations on both sides of his family. We command you, foul, wicked spirits, come out of him in Jesus' name. We break and cut all ungodly soul ties between Bob and anyone else, and we stand in the gap for him, Father God. And we ask that you would point your finger at this spirit you want to come out tonight in Jesus Christ's name. Come out of him right now in the name of the Lord Jesus demon, Christ. Just keep coming go. out, demon. You're doing a good job coming out, demon. Just continue. Go on. Now, come on, demon. You can do better than that. You can do better than that, demon. Just go. Go on. Go on. You can do better. Go on. Move. He doesn't want you. Move. Move. Yeah. Consider yourself rebuked, demon. Go on. Go on. I'm unimpressed, demon. Just go. Move. 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 You ain't nothing. You ain't nothing but a demon. Move. 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 Go on. 
You gotta go. I'd be crying too, demon, if I had chosen Amen. a loser like Satan. Amen. In Jesus' name, go to Tartarus in Jesus' name. Amen. Go, Christ. Amen. Amen. Go to the dry places, demon. Come on, go. go. Here, demon, repeat after me. I leave. I leave. Go on, get out. Get out. Demon, get out right now in Jesus' name. Go. Go. Demons say I'm defeated by the blood of Jesus. I'm defeated by the blood of Jesus. Jesus Christ, where is he telling you to go, Spirit? The pit. our time. Come out and go to the pit. Angels of God, execute that order of the Lord. Come out, Jesus. Come out, Jesus. I'm in agreement with Pastor Michael. Come out in Jesus' name. Go to the pit. Remember, John, demon. Every one of you, get out. Every one of you, move. Move. Father, your word says, do not I hate those that hate thee, O Lord. Do not I hate those that rise up against thee. I hate them with a a perfect hatred. I count them my enemy. Get out, enemy. Get out right now in Jesus' name. Move. 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 This shall prosper. That's right. The two or three are gathered. Right. Jesus is in the midst. Foul spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, and call him. You got to go. He's a child of God. We lose the ministry of God in our brother right now, and I'm asking God that you continue to loose warrior angels to come down there and just sort the spirits and pull them out in Jesus' name. Take them off to the pit. Go, demon. Just go. You can have you can have no more place in him. You gotta go. You gotta go in Jesus' name. Move. Move. Go on, demon. Move. 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 You sound like you're having a hard time, demon. You sound like you're having a hard time. Good for you. Move. Move right now in Jesus' name. Move. Move. The Lord Jesus Christ all breath. It came down his family lines on both sides of the family, going back five generations. Alcohol, come out. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jesus, throat foul spirits. Drink the blood and come out right now. Of Jesus. Shed for Bobby on Calvary. Come out of him right now. Come out. Loose and let him go. Jesus' name. You got to go, demon. Move. Music to my ear, demon. Just keep coming out in Jesus' name. Keep coming out. Praise Jesus. Be weakened by the blood of Jesus, you foul spirits. Amen. Just go. Let go, demon. Continue going. Jesus' name. To make their way slippery and dark, chase them, angels. Root them out in Jesus' name. Come out of him. Amen. Move. Move. Look at his seal, demons. You see what's written on there? Come out of him in Jesus' name. He's a child. You got to go, demon. Every one of you. You got to go in Jesus' name. All the marriage-breaking spirits, all the spirits that are trying to destroy him, every spirit of destruction, Osmodeus, Osmodeus, get out right now in Jesus' name. Move. 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 Go on. Go on in Jesus' name. Move out. Move. Move. The Lord Jesus Christ is deeply. Abaddon, come out of him in Jesus' name. Come out. Come out of him in Jesus' name. 
Belial, Bill's a, we bind you. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Let's go. Oh. Amen. Go on, get out of right now in Jesus' name. Everyone, just continue to go. Just continue to go in Jesus' name. Move. Move. Spirit of poor Come on. In Jesus' name. Everyone, move. Move out right now in Jesus' name. Without the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. You gotta go. You gotta go, demon. Come on. Move. Move. There's no time. There's no rest for the wicked. Move. Move. You gotta go. We can buy the blood of Jesus and come out. Amen. You gotta go, demon. Move. Come out of here. Come out of here. Every one of you. You don't have any legal right to be there, foul spirit, do you? Move. Come out of him in Jesus' name. Just continue to come out, demon. Amen. Even even after the show shuts down, demon, you just all continue to come out in Jesus' name. Don't you dare try and stop from coming out. You just continue to come out in Jesus Christ's name. Move, Move out right now in Jesus' name. Move. Right now, in Jesus Christ, move in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Go on, Go on demon, move. 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 All bitterness, come out of him, in Jesus' name. Uh-huh. All rebellion, come out. Come out. Come out of him, Rebellion, man. rejection, pride, get out come right out. now in Jesus' name. There you go. Come out of him. Jesus. Rebellion, rejection, and pride. Get out right now in Jesus' name. Move. Come on, move. move. Loose his human spirit right now. Go on, demon. Go on. Loose his mind in Jesus' name. You gotta go, demon. Come on. Move. 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 We want the next one. We want the next one. Just get out right now in Jesus' name. Go. Every one of you. Go. Every one of you. Go on. Get out. Get out. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. What's your, and what's your assignment? You've been assigned to destroy, Bobby? Angels of God, bring this one up. I command you to manifest the name of Jesus Christ. What's your name, wicked spirit? Speak very intelligently. I don't like mumbling demons. What's your name? We bind you to the truth on judgment day. You answer the question. Demon, you can talk a little bit clearer than that. Drink the blood of Jesus right now. I pour it over you right now. Be weakened by the blood of Jesus. Angels of God, put that demon on its knees in front of the Lord Jesus Christ. Demo, demo, demo. How did you get in, Spirit? Do you have a legal right to be in, Bobby? I'm going to ask you again. I bind you the truth on Judgment Day. Do you have a legal right to be in our brother? No. Then what are you in him for? I said, come out in Jesus' name. Let's go. Get the Lord Jesus and go to where he's going to go. Come out. Come out, foul wicked spirit. Sword this spirit. Surround it and start sorting it. Rest for the wicked. Come out of him. In Jesus' name. Rebuke you. You foul wicked spirit of Debo. Come out. Move. Move out right now in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. How does it feel not to be wanted, demon? Get out. Get out right now in Jesus' name. Move. Move. Come on. Go on. You got to go in Jesus' name. Move. Move out. You got to go, demon. You can't wait. You can't hold back. You just got to go. You got to go in Jesus' name. Move. 
Move out. Move in Jesus' name. Move in Jesus' name. Get out. The Lord Jesus Christ speaking. Move. You're busted, demon. You got to go. You got to go. You're busted. You need to get out of there right now in Jesus' name. I just defeated, demon. Keep coming out. Sounds good, demon. Just keep coming out. Just keep coming out in Jesus' name. Move. Move. Move out. Move out. Move. 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 Every single one of you. You got to go. You know you got to go. You know you want to, demon. Go. Go on. Go on. Go on. on. You're not going to hurt him anymore. You're not going to hurt him anymore. Get out of him. Get out of him right now in Jesus' name. Move. Move. You got to go. Command every demon inside of Bobby to attack each other right now. Attack, attack, destroy. Amen, Father, we do. We pray for a civil war on the inside, Father. Let the demons start attacking each other, throwing each other out in Jesus' name. Throwing each other out in Jesus' name. Move, move, move. Go on. Go on. Go on, demon. Move, every one of you. How do you like that, demons? Your kingdom is being by the Lord Jesus Christ. Every one of you, get out. Get out right now in Jesus' name. Move. You foul, wicked spirit. What is your name, demon? Oh, you're doing a ceremony. Tell us your name. Angels of God, surround this foul spirit. Start sorting it right now. You wicked spirit. What's your mission? Were you sent to destroy this brother? Look at the Lord Jesus well, Christ right on, now, demon. Go on, go on, demon. You know you want to leave. Go on, move. move. Let us help you out. Let us help you out in Jesus' name. Move. Nice work move. This there this year. You move. get the first place. Come on again. Amen. You gotta go, demon. You gotta go in Jesus' name. Move. Move. You just gotta go, demon. Your time's up. Time's up. Move. Demon, you know we have authority over you. We're carrying the keys of the kingdom, aren't we? We bind you with them right now. I command you to come out in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You got to go. Go on, demon. Go on. Go on, demon. You got to go. Loose and let them go. Loose and let them go right now in Jesus Christ's name. Move out. God, Move. just asking that you would fill him with your Holy Spirit right now. Fill all the voids and... Holy Spirit, keep burning those demons out and revealing their hiding places in Jesus' name. Amen. Brother Mike, you want to uh, cage these spirits up? Yeah, yeah. Bobby, we're going to go ahead and bind them up. And, uh, but the Lord will still be delivering you probably, you know, for the next few days. You'll notice stuff burping up or, or whatever. Just be in agreement uh, to the best of your ability. Father, thank you so much for uh, Bobby's deliverance tonight. And, and Lord, we pray that... Uh, uh, that there would be just as much activity on the other side of this problem, yeah. Father. Uh, Lord, we want to give you glory and the honor. And Father, as David as David uh, corralled those kings and put them in a cave until he was ready to deal with them, uh, Father, uh, we pray that all these demons, anything loose, would be corralled up, Father, put in a cave. Uh, we pray, Father, for a couple angels, one to preach the word of God uh, to them, Father, and the other one is to torment them. Father, with uh, the sword of the Spirit, with the blood of Jesus Christ on both sides of that sword. Uh, and, and, Father, until they can't manifest again until they're ready to come out, uh, or however way you see fit, Father. 
uh, and uh, Lord, we just ask that you would um, um, make manifest in my we loose onto my brother and ask Father that uh, that uh, love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, faith, goodness, temperance, and meekness, Father. Uh, would uh, uh, would be uh, his armor bearer, Father, uh, so to speak, with the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we pray, Father, for the seven spirits of God over in Isaiah chapter 11, the spirit of the Lord, wisdom and understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, and fear of the Lord to work and minister in and through him, Father. And we pray again, Father, for wisdom, knowledge, understanding, direction, discernment, and discretion, uh, Lord, in, in how to handle uh, the home situation, Father. Uh, let you be true and every man a liar, Father. We thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bobby, the God bless you, brother. Uh, I've got your phone number. We're going to be calling you back in a few days and continue. The Lord started the work on you tonight, my friend. He thank pulled you. back and layered that onion. Give the Lord thank Jesus. You. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. God, God bless you for calling in, brother. Oh, no problem. I'll be calling back. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, sounds what, good. That is what this program is for. God bless you, my friend. You know, Pastor Mike, is. Uh, I've learned from the ministry and um, from you men of God that uh, come on every night that uh, the desperate get delivered. So I want to praise God for, for Brother Bobby out there and for anybody that's listening Amen. tonight. If uh, you need deliverance and uh, you're not able to get through on a phone line, then email us with your name, phone number, and address. And we'll get some people to call you back. You can reach uh, us here at Omega Man Radio at yahoo.com. Uh, Pastor Michael, would you give out the information again on the uh, the upcoming family workshop uh, in April sure. and also tell people how they can get in contact with you in Hegwich Baptist Church? Sure. Uh, you know, brothers and sisters, our, our workshops are geared towards deliverance. Um, it's a real good thing if, if there's some way that uh, um, you can get to a workshop um, you'll have good fellowship with uh, a bunch of like-minded people uh, and or people who are new that are eager to learn the ministry. Uh, and there's also um, uh, a chance that uh, uh, you'll meet somebody from somewhere, you know, within driving distance of, of where you live um, that uh, maybe you can hook up uh, with and uh, get prayer. You know, since a lot of churches, well, since the churches don't do deliverance, uh, just individuals do, and maybe you'll you'll find somebody here at the workshop. That happens all the time. Um, and again, everything is geared towards deliverance. Uh, it, it's a, it's a heavy schedule, but uh, you know that's why people come here. So uh, that's going to be April 14th uh, through the 17th. Uh, you can register at the door. Uh, I I call the Hegwish Baptist Church the friendly confines. Uh, you'll find our church very accommodating. Uh, for you, very comfortable. It has a lot of character in it. Uh, our walls uh, in the auditorium are just are covered with scripture. Uh, the demons hate it, but we love it. Uh, and uh, you'll be able to relax, uh, get questions answered, uh, and have a good time. Um, and my door is usually always open. Uh, you can come in, and uh, you know, as long as I'm not uh, having the door closed, visiting with anybody, please feel free to come in and say hi and visit with me. Uh, our church website is hbcdelivers.org.org. Uh, the uh, uh, website for Pastor Rowley's materials is wrwpublications.com. And, of course, uh, there's a lot of good stuff on that YouTube page. Every time I go out there, um, 
Those, uh, what'd you, what'd you call them, Brother Shannon? We the, call them uh, the, the, uh, the Wonder the Twins. Twins. The Miracle Twins. The Miracle <laughs> Twins. <laughs> Jesse you and know, Caleb. Yeah, I'm, you know, Fantastic I came in. Website. Yeah, they, they, they take good care uh, of things here at the church. So, Pastor Lord Michael, uh, yes, in the sir. time we've got remaining, uh, we had a question that came in from the chat room. Folks are asking um, when the um, some of the books are going to be back in print, such as Grappling with the Host of Hell and Freedom from the Host of Hell. What's the updates on those right now? Okay, okay. I actually have a warm body. This is a body that has a heart that's beating. <laughs> Uh, that is uh, uh, re-editing or re—excuse uh, me—reformatting uh, the alcoholic syndrome. That's going to be that's going to be the next one out. As soon as I get that back, it goes to the printer. I should oh, have print. that back pretty soon. After that, uh, grappling's next. They're all just as quickly as possible, brothers and sisters. If you if you only knew the the attacks, the the hindrances to get this stuff out uh, is just you know. I can't even pay people to do it. The other question um, you know, is, um, for, uh, will you be coming out with maybe an ebook or a Kindle version? Some people uh, want yeah, well, something they can carry around in their pocket. Well, our, our next venture for WRW uh, is to get a whole bunch of, the, of Pastor Worley's messages out there on MP3 so they can be downloaded uh, instead of having to wait uh, on an order. Uh, for a CD or, uh, well, I guess it, yeah, it would be just a CD. And, uh, yeah, I'm kicking the tires on uh, making e-books available. Um, I've gotten some information. I've got some people helping me here behind the scenes uh, who know more about this, you know, the formatting of it. Uh, it, it looks to be a fairly easy thing. Um, so uh, if you just pray, you know, my, uh, my, my biggest enemy is not always demons. Sometimes it's the clock on the wall. Um, I just don't have enough time to do all the things that I need to do. So thank God for those that help me behind the scenes. And for anybody listening, uh, the best thing that you can do for me is just pray. Pray that I, you know, I get this stuff back. And, you know, I mean, people that, you know, were supposed to, you know, get this stuff done and do it. And, and you know, it just, everything just kept falling by the, by the, by the side of the road, but not now. I've got somebody good uh, re um, um reformatting the book, and uh, all that stuff's going to be out as, as quick as we can get it out. Praise God. Brother, I appreciate you coming on tonight. What a great word. And, folks, um, love to have uh, Pastor Michael Thier on, and uh, we're going to have him back on again next week, the Lord willing. Uh, he's a busy man, but anytime he's able to get on this program, we'll make a way to get him on because um, we just appreciate this man of God. Brother, and, Lord willing, we'll talk about binding and loosing too, Shannon. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that one. Amen. Would you uh, close the, tonight's program out in prayer, brother? Sure. sure. God Father, thank you so much for uh, your miracle of modern communication, Lord. Uh, it's so hard to understand that, that we can be speaking thousands of miles apart, Father, and yet still be one in spirit. Uh, and so, Father, thank you for your presence. Thank you for the truth of your word. Thank you for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, paying the price of something that we could never pay, Father. Lord, help us to take the word tonight and feast from it. Uh, help us, Father, to get it deep into our hearts uh, so that it will bring forth fruit unto righteousness for Jesus Christ. Uh, and, Lord, we ask that, that uh, those that uh, wanted to call in or couldn't or uh, that needed deliverance, Father, uh, you know, Lord, so many times, people that pray for people getting deliverance get deliverance themselves. So let everybody receive tonight, Father, the help that they need in their lives, Lord. Help us to keep your truth precious 
in our lives, Father, and help us to keep Jesus Christ in the forefront of all of our thoughts. We rebuke the devil from off of our lives, our homes, our families, our possessions right now in Jesus' name. We turn him back on his tail, uh, and Father, we command him to, uh, to leave us alone, to get out of our lives and our families. And Father, we ask this and thank you for all these things in Jesus Christ's most blessed name. And all the brothers and sisters said, Amen. Love you, brother. Love God you bless too. you, Bye. Pastor Michael. You too. See you next week, my friend. Folks, that was Pastor Michael Thier of Hagewich Baptist Church. Please uh, check out hbcdelivers.org. Also, uh, go to wrwpublications.com. And uh, we'll see you again tomorrow night, folks. Uh, actually, tomorrow afternoon, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, we're going to have Benjamin Brook on, Searching the Scriptures with Benjamin. And at 8 p.m., we'll have Pastor Charles Costello on. And, um, folks, all these programs are a free download. Just go over to the archives at OmegaManRadio.com. Feel free to download them. Spread the word that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he can set you free. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, I'll see you all again on the next edition of Omega Man Radio. God bless you.